The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy One. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic basketball on Iowa Catholic Radio. And good evening. Welcome to the Dallin Catholic High School Gymnasium. Tonight we have girls and boys basketball on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. It's Dowling hosting Johnston. Mark Amadale alongside the one and only Steve Devenny. And Coach, thanks for being here. I know you're getting ready to uh, go to warmer climates here in another week. I think a week from today, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. But welcome. We got one final girl boy doubleheader. Yeah. No, against uh, against a very very high quality team, both for the boys and the girls tonight. Johnston Dragons. This will be a rematch of a game. Uh, what three weeks ago? And uh, Maroons uh, on the boys and girls side were not successful out there. So we're looking for a little bit of revenge tonight. Well, Johnson is uh, quite the team. They are the defending Class 5A state champs. Uh, They won their first 11 games this year before losing uh, uh, last Thursday, week ago Thursday, to uh, Waukee 58-40. And in between that, they had 22-game winning streak. Their last loss was last year before that loss to Waukee. Uh, they lost to Dowling uh, th- during that time and uh, have recovered. They lost the Maroons back on January 24, 2020, 75-57 here at the Dowling Gym and uh, ran, ran the table, won 11 straight and a 5A title, won the first 11 games this year before the loss last week to Waukee. So they won 22 in a row, Mr. Devaney, and they bring their number two ranking here because guess what? Chris Guest and the Waukee Warriors are now number one, and Johnson got the number two seed in Class 5A. Yeah. You know, their success surprises me a little bit because they lost two kids off last year's team that went to play Division One: McDermott girls up at UNI and uh, the other girls at University of uh, Wisconsin-Milwaukee, whose name escapes me right now. I apologize. Uh, Kendall Peter, Maddie Mott. Ke- yeah, Kendall. Okay. Okay. Uh, a couple of D1s and a, and a nice post player they lost, too. So, um, I know they got a good trip from Urbandale, um, but they've, they've sort of been able to reload. I, I didn't expect quite this success for this ball club uh, the year after they lost so much talent. Say hello to the folks, say hello to the folks on TV tonight. Uh, that's Steve DeVinny, the coach, the Hall of Famer at Grandview. That's him, and uh, does a great job with uh, – his business, and uh, we appreciate your time. This is our last early game of the year because everything else is uh, 6.45 starts for uh, uh, girls regionals and boys regionals, although the state girls basketball tournament, which Dowling hopes to be a part of, might be a little bit different, and that'll adjust both of our schedules, but that's down the road. In the meantime, it's Dowling and Johnson for the second time, and uh, I know we'll go to our our keys to the game here uh, pretty soon here in this uh, pregame, Steve, but Obviously, Dowling's got some things that they can control within themselves. A lot of it has to do with turnovers, keeping value in each possession, but yet trying to play their game. Yeah. No, I think that's accurate. I think the Maroons, uh, I I don't want to say have surprised me as well this year, but I saw that Caitlin Clark last night dropped 39 points on the University of Nebraska in a Big Ten (laughs) women's game. So (laughs) you lose her off your ball club, along with three other seniors that played and scored a lot. And – the Maroons have really done a nice job this year coming back from from losing that much scoring, but um, a little inexperienced. I mean, we're almost all the way through the regular season, but um, the Maroons have done a really good job this year 
And like you say, sometimes the pace of play depends how much uh, pressure they're getting from the other team, and they'll get a lot of it tonight from Johnston. And we'll just have to see how the Maroons hold up. No question about it. Well, let's take a look at some of the games going on in the CIL. This is the final Friday night of girl-boy doubleheaders. Uh, Urbandale is at uh, Valley tonight, and that uh, game will also tip off at 5 o'clock. Uh, and I believe it's on CISN. I have to check with our uh, producer over here, uh, Devin Taylor, and see if that's correct. But uh, they're on CISN. And uh, what about Southeast Polk Walkie? That also on CISN? These all CISN games? And, and, okay. And what about uh, up at Ankeny? Ames Ankeny? Not sure. <laughs> CISN. Uh, CISN. Well, there's they, three they, they own the CIML That's lately. Right. Well, if you're, all the teams are home, they do. Yeah. All right, so Urbandale's at Valley. Southeast Polk is at Waukee. That's also on CISN. Fort Dodge at Marshalltown. Ames is at Ankeny. We don't know if that is in on CISN. These are all girl-boy doubleheaders. And Hoover at Lincoln. Roosevelt traveling to Ottumwa tonight. A boys-only game over at East, north at East for the second time tonight. Get this tomorrow. Uh, some, some games that are on tap. Linmar and Marion comes to town, and boys action takes on number three Valley at the Valley Gym, 145. And right here at the Dowling Gym, Cedar Rapids-Kennedy, oh, by the way, they've won eight in a row. They're 12-6. and six. They take on the Dowling boys, one o'clock here at the uh, Dowling Gym. So uh, they have all that to uh, deal with. Uh, other games as Urbandale and Mason City tomorrow, these are all boys only. And Roosevelt traveling to eighth-ranked Ankeny Centennial. So just a few things going on before the tournament starts steve yeah do the boys have one more week after the girls like typical yes they play one more week dowling boys uh, are on the road next thursday and friday so this is their final home game before uh, postseason starts okay uh, they travel to fifth rank council bluffs lincoln i'll have the call on that next thursday night right now i'm flying solo well they had a real nice win uh last time we were together on tuesday mm-hmm. against centennial when they hung uh oh my goodness. 83 points on uh Bobby Fontana's eighth-ranked boys team. That was a heck of a game for the boys. Well, congratulations to Coach Fontana. They got the win last night as they traveled to uh, Mason City, and Ankeny Centennial defeated Mason City 84-50 to get off the snide, so to speak. Centennial ranked number eight. That's a team that Dowling beat on Tuesday night that Steve's referring to. They're now 11-4. That was in boys' play. The girls' game, Ankeny Centennial, fifth-ranked team in Class 5A, who defeated the Dowling girls 48-40 on Tuesday night. They won at Mason City last night 76 35 to improve their record to 13 and 2. Other girls only game last another a girls only game last night. What a battle at Valley. Number one Bishop Garrigan out of Class 1A in Algona was at number 10 Valley out of Class 5A. Valley won it 58-54. Congratulations to Joe Secret and the, the Valley Tigers. Uh, their record now eight and six, and they got the number ten seed in the tournament, uh, okay. which starts here in a few weeks. Yeah, heck of an effort though by the one A yeah. uh, Algona team. And credit them for coming that's, down and playing up. That's a really small school, and it uh, is for them to go toe to toe over in West Des Moines. They came up a little short, but that must have been a whale of a game. That certainly was. Boys only game last night. Hoover defeated Irvindale 43-35. The Battle of Aurora Avenue. There you go. And then a girls contest. I want to mention this before we go to break. Congratulations to North High Polar Bears. Their record now 7-5 and five under Haywood Boston as they defeated Marshalltown uh, 39-17 last night. The North Polar Bears have won five to seven games since they lost to Dowling by 40 points back uh, a month ago. On the, on the girls' side? On the girls' side. Yeah, yeah. So Haywood Boston, a longtime coach at Hoover. Uh, he has his assistants, John Nelson, Amber Tanner, and Alicia Brooks. What a year. And they're looking for a, they'll have a winning season first time in forever. Congratulations to Haywood yeah. and uh, 
know him very well, love him very much, and uh, he's done a great job at North High. Yeah. We're going to take a break. Here in the pregame show, Mark Emmerdale, Steve Devenny here on Iowa Catholic Radio and streaming on the webcast, CISN.TV. And we're back with starting lineups and our keys to the game here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. When you do, you get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And welcome back to the Dowling Catholic High School Gym alongside Steve Devenny, Mark Amadale as we get set for Dowling and Johnson, the second time these two teams have met this year. Johnson won the uh, previous contest, 61-44 over Dowling last month. And uh, Steve Devenny, I'm going to have you do our keys to the game. It's presented by DeArmond Ford Indianola, a family-led business guided by their core values of hard work, trust, honesty, and integrity. Check out the all-new DeArmond Ford in Indianola at DeArmondFord.com. And Steve, we'll start off with the Johnston keys. I think for Johnston, the girls, they need to... Uh limit turnovers. Uh, they had a, a previous win against the Maroons earlier in the season. If they play clean tonight, they should be the favorite team. They'll have to limit their turnovers. In addition to that, they'll have to attack the big girl from uh, from Dowling, Lexi Bowles. When she's in the game, she's a huge difference maker. If she gets in foul trouble, the Maroons don't have uh, a lot of depth there at the post. And so that would be the key as uh, Johnson shoots 74% from the line on the season. For the, uh, for the Maroons, I think they have to try to keep the, the, the pace of the game manageable. Johnston's got some real good depth, and if it gets into a track meet, I would think that maybe uh, the Maroons would be at a slight disadvantage there. And then I think they'll also have to shoot well tonight. If they, uh, if they can get six, seven, three-pointers up and in, that will give them a chance to compete. Uh, but I, they'll have to shoot it well tonight. All right. Those are keys to the game presented by DeArmond Ford Indianola, a family-led business guided by their core values of hard work, trust, honesty, and integrity. Check out the all-new DeArmond Ford in Indianola at DeArmondFord.com. Along with Steve DeVinny, Mark Emmadale, and want to recognize our crew tonight here from uh, CISN. Devin Taylor, our producer. Jeff Stark, our cameraman. We thank them for all they do. Jeff Piggott back at the studios of Iowa Catholic Radio. Let's take a look at the starting lineups tonight. First of all, for the defending Class 5A champions, the Johnson Dragons. Chad Jellick is the head coach. He's in his ninth year at Johnson. 150 wins, 51 losses, assisted by Mark Hine and Brad Buchan. And they will start at one guard, Zoe Buchan, the, the assistant coach's daughter, a 5'5 junior. She'll wear number four. The other guard is Anna Gosling, a 5'6 junior. She'll wear number 20. 
At one forward, Kenzie Jellick, the head coach's daughter, a 5'10 senior. She's at one forward. The other forward is Eileen Tanky, a 5'11 freshman. She wore number 30. And the center is Jada Jimphy, as Steve mentioned, the girl, young lady who transferred from Urbandale, and she is a 6'1 forward, or 6'1 senior, and she'll play center, number 42. So it'll be Buchan, Jellick, Gosling, Tanky, and Jimphy. Dragons come in averaging 61.4 points on offense, give up 40.5 points on defense, ranked second in Class 5A, and they come in with a record of 12-1. And, and now for Dowling Catholic, the Maroons are coached by Kristen Meyer in her fifth year, 86 wins, 24 losses. Maroons will start at one guard, Ella McVeigh, a 5'7 senior, wearing number one. The other guard is Margaret Tobias, a 5'6 senior, wearing number three. And the third guard is Maddie Wishman, a 5'7 senior, wearing number five. And one forward, Emma, Emma Gipple, 5'10 junior, she wore number 23, and the center for Dowling is Lexi Bowles, a 6'2 senior, wearing number 35. So it'll be McVeigh, Tobias Wishman, Gipple, and Bowles. Maroons come in averaging 60.4 points on offense, give up 45.1 points on defense. Their record's 9-5, and they're number 9 in Class 5A. We're going to take a break, and we come back. We'll have our tip-off between Dowling and Johnson, game one of our doubleheader here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. And, but first, a word from uh, Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School, and Father Ryan Andrew, the, the chaplain here at Dowling Catholic High School here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, President of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers tonight for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alongside Steve Devinney, I'm Mark Amadale. As we get set for the tip-off between Dowling Catholic and Johnston, these two teams uh, know each other very well. They are uh, dating back to 2007, Steve. Dowling uh, leads the series 22 wins to 11 and losses, but Johnston's won four of the last five meetings between the two, including the one earlier this year, 61-44 at Johnston. And when the, ra- when the Dragons were ranked number one, and uh, so... The Dragons have won four of the last five, but uh, the Maroons have won the overall series. It's been quite a battle. For Dowling, they've won six of their last nine games, but their record against ranked teams is just one in five this year out of the top uh, ten in Class 5A. For Johnson, you mentioned they come off their winning 22 in a row before Waukee knocked them off uh, eight days ago last Thursday. 
And uh, they're six of one against top ten teams and defending Class Five A champs. So those that is the tail of the tape there, Mister Devaney. I wanted to get that in. Yeah, no, it's good detail. And uh, the Maroons have been solid this year, but uh, to your point, when they've gotten up the very uh, against the elite teams, they haven't fared quite as well. Although they've played very well in some of those games. All right, we're underway. Lexi Bowles tips it in the backcourt. Dowling in their home white uniforms. Maroon numbers and trim. They go right to left towards the south basket here at the Dowling Gym. So we want to welcome our CISN audience along with Iowa Catholic Radio. Lexi Bowles for three to start things off, and it's good. Good night, Mark. <laughs> oh, my goodness. For, for Lexi, her fourth three of the year. If you're not going to guard me out there, I'm just going to knock it down, okay? Yeah. And it comes in game 15. So Gee whiz. Kickball by Bowles is uh, Johnson in their road black uniforms with the uh, white numbers. Experienced referee crew here tonight. We've had some crews that haven't been as experienced lately, but this is a good, a good, uh, a good solid group that's been together for a while. It certainly is. Buchan inbounds the ball to Jimphy. Her shot, the free throw line, no good. But who else gets the rebound? Buchan, smallest gal on the court at five five. Offensive rebound. Johnson keeps possession alive. Dowling leading by three. Driving baseline is Eileen Tanky. Tanky, the freshman, on the right block, turns against Gipple. Her shot off the glass, good. She's got a nice shot and pretty strong for a freshman. Yeah, crafty move in there. Just uh, very, very patient and on, down on the block against uh, Gipple there. Tanky averaging about 12 points a contest. And now here's Gipple, a turnaround shot after she lost her defender. It's no good. Falling down was Kinsey J. Rebound comes out to Johnson. And here is, once again, Tanky in the lane. Her shot no good, but a back up and good. And she's got all four of Johnson's points. And they lead it 4-3. to three. Dragons over Dowling. Now underneath, Bowles, and she draws the foul up against Jada Jimphy, and that'll be the first foul on Jimphy. I don't know that Jada agreed with that call, but uh, she didn't have the whistle. So she's going to have to live with it. Bowles to the line for two. So she'll get two free throws, as you mentioned. Bowles, 78% free throw shooter, misses the first free throw. She'll get another. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Mercy One. Kemen and Dental Associates. Second free throw on the way, and it's good. So we're tied at four with 640 remaining here in the first quarter. Jimphy for three, top of the key, off the back iron, no good. Offensive rebound, Johnson and Jellick with it, the coach's daughter. Out to Jimphy. Dowling stays man-to-man. Well, Jim Field launched the three. It's off the back iron again. No good. Offensive rebound. Johnson Buchan with it. And she clears it out to Jellick, and the Dragons will start over. Maroons have not boxed out very well in those last two shots. Another long three by Jim Field. It's good. She goes one for three in three-point shots, attempts rather, in that last possession, Steve. Second chance points, Mark. We gave them three opportunities there in that one sequence. Here could here is Johnson with the ball. Jimphy dribbles it up. The Iowa recruit. She'll launch another three. Good! She's two for four from three-point range. She has six points, and it's a four-point Johnson lead here, Steve. Future Iowa Hawkeye. Jada Jimphy, just a junior at 6-1. Dowling with the basketball. Now picking up her dribble is Maddie Wishman. And now steal as Wishman tried to get it to her teammate, Margaret Tobias, and the other way we go. Johnson with the ball. Jimphy fakes the three. Gets balls away from the basket. Down the lane. Layup good. Timeout Dowling. Jimphy with eight points here in the first quarter. The Dragons out to a 12-4 lead. They lead it by eight, and it'll be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here, Steve, with Johnson leading. 
want to thank Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, and Dental Associates for supporting our broadcast all season long. Steve? Yeah, Jimpy right there, uh, after knocking down a pair of threes, Lexi came out hard on that shot fake. And to Jimpy's credit, big time move getting around her, and then she was able to score on the uh, on the shorter opponent there for the Maroons. But uh, it's a high-powered uh, group, the Johnston Dragons are, and uh, Maroons, at least early on, have struggled a little bit with uh, with their quickness. we got a couple subs in now for the Maroons. Julia Moore and uh, Lauren Frerichs in for Wishman and Tobias. So Dowling with the basketball with a pair of substitution. There's Moore posting up inside, and the ball, the pass by Bowles is not handled by Moore, and it's taken away by Kinsey Jellick for Johnston. Here's Jimphy with it, top of the key to Jellick. Now Jimphy fakes the three-point shot, takes the lane, kicks it out, a shot up and no good as Gosling with the missed shot for Johnston. Rebound Dowling. So one and done that time was uh, Johnston for on a rare occasion here in the first quarter, Steve. Yeah, good defensive stop there by the Maroons. It's McVeigh with it in the lane. Swings it out, and a long three coming, in and out. No good by Dowling, and that's Lauren Fredericks with a miss. Johnson down court immediately, a shot off the glass good by the freshman, Eileen Tanky, who has six points. Talented kid. Maroons didn't get back on defense there, and they gave up the easy one. Here's Moore in the lane. Her shot no good with the left hand. The rebound comes out to Jellick. Old shooting now. It's 14-4. Johnston by 10 over Dowling. Maroons had a four-point lead. Jimphy for three. Right wing, no good. Rebound Dowling. Here's Moore with it. And it's uh, poked out of bounds nicely by Gosling. Good defensive pressure there by the Dragon Girls. Picking them up full court. And uh, Maroon's a little out of sync early here. Moore and one, or check that. That's uh, Gipple with it. Moore, Gipple, and McVeigh, the three guards, along with Bowles and Frerichs. Now here's Bowles in the lane with the left hand. Her shot off the glass, no good. Rebound slapped around. Gipple with it. Nice bite. Underneath the Bowles, her shot up and no good, and she drew the foul. And two shots coming for Lexi Bowles. The foul will be Angelic of Johnston. Excellent uh, rebound there by uh, Emma Gipple. Kept that ball alive. Had a good quick pass over to Bowles. She was fouled by Jillick on the attempt from the right block. 3.49 remaining first quarter. Free throw good by Bowles. She's now two of three at the line tonight. It's 14 to five, Dragons by nine. It's it's uh, 14 to five, the Dragons outscoring Lexi Bowles. <laughs> Bowles, yes, you're right. The only player that scored thus far. Now it's substitutions. We're seeing Molly Nelk for the first time tonight. 5'8 sophomore replacing the coach's daughter, head coach's daughter, Kinsey Jellick. Second free throw good by Bowles. She does have all six points for Dowling. A substitution for Dowling is Tobias checks in and Bulls will check out. So Maroons will go with a smaller lineup here, Steve, but they're going to yeah. press. Well, I think pace of play is going to be a big deal, and uh, Johnston really wants to push. And they do. Buchan in the front court underneath the gym feed, and she draws the foul. Double team by Julia Moore. Looks like Julia, they're going to catch her. And Gippo, and they're going to get Moore for first foul. Team foul number one on Dowling. Johnston has two team fouls here in the first quarter. Jim Fee at the line. Jada, a 66% free throw shooter. First one is no good. To their credit, to the Dragons' credit, as soon as Bowles came out of the game, they put Jimpy down there on the block and got it to her right away, and it was just a mismatch. Second free throw, no good. Rebound Dowling. 
Mercy One and Kevin, a couple of our sponsors here on Iowa Catholic Radio. As Tobias with the free throw rebound, Dowling with the ball. Here's Moore in the lane, crossover dribble. Leaves it for Tobias for three. Good on the right wing, right over Gosling. Good dribble drive kick there by Moore, and excellent uh, shot by uh, Tobias. Tobias with their 16th three. Now Jimphy misses the shot, uncontested layup missed by Jimphy. Rebound Dowling. Here's McVeigh in the front court. Nope. Tries to get in the corner to Frerich, stolen away. She now, was bumped. Yep. Down court. Here's Gosling. Launches a three. It's in and out, no good. And rebound Johnston. Good hustle that time by Zoe Buchan. Yeah, Frerich's made contact and just didn't maintain it. Buchan got around her. Here's Jimphy down the lane. Strong move. Layup good. Basket will count and a foul on Dowling. Is that Gipple? See who they yep. Yes, it is. So Gipple picks up her first foul. Team foul number two on Dowling. Johnson with two fouls also in this, two team fouls also here in this first quarter. 16 to 9 is our score. Johnson with the lead. 248 remaining and more substitutions as Tanky will check out and check it in for the first time. Emma Hampton, 5'11 yeah. junior or 5'11 sophomore for the Dragons, Steve. Yeah, and in the backcourt, uh, one of the guards checked in too. So Jim Fee's traditional three point play is good. That's your first free throw of the night. Number 23, Riley, is in the game also for the uh, Dragons. 11 points for Jimphy here in the first quarter. Nice move. Underneath, a shot off the glass. Good. That's Julia Moore. The basket will count. As the official will say, the foul is on. And that'll be on Emma Hampton, who just checked in for the Dragons. So Moore's basket is good at 17 to 11, our score now. Johnson with the lead over Dowling. Excellent aggressiveness there by Julia. And the free throw good. Converts it. That's a big time play. Five point lead now for Johnson. Dowling trailing 17 to 12. Three team fouls on the Dragons. Two on Dowling. And now the Maroons a little a little zone or just kind of a matchup zone. Top of the key for three. Good for Jimphy. That's her uh, third three pointer yeah. here in the first quarter and her 12th of the year. Dowling underneath. Bowles with a basket. Good. Excellent. Excellent move there by Bowles with the weak hand. 20-14 Johnston. Jimphy thinks about the three. Won't shoot it. Bowles tonight with eight points here in this first quarter. And now a steal by Dowling. Moore with the steal on the bad pass by Aliyah Riley. Down the lane. Her shot no good. And they're going to get her for going she came Over the back baseline. in play from out of bounds. Yep. Can't be the first one to touch the ball. Well, I'll tell you, the matchup with Jimphy is difficult because not only has she proven she can hit from outside, but she's also a little bit quicker than Lexi off the dribble. That's a tough, tough matchup. 14 points now for Jimphy. Another three for Jimphy. And make it 17. I'm running out of room in the first quarter. Good night. Four threes in the first quarter for Jada Jimphy, and just a junior. She hasn't graduated yet. Dowling comes back, and a pull-up jumper just inside the three-point line. Good by Margaret Tobias, her fifth point. Nice to see her get off to a good start, scoring-wise. Seven-point lead for Johnson, 23-16. A minute 20 remaining. There's a turnaround Uh-oh. shot in the lane. No good by Nelk. But on the save, a putback up and good. You never save the, bas- the ball. Try to save the ball under your own basket, or the opponent's basket. So Nelk gets the basket. That's her first of the night. Dowling with the ball, and a shot no good that time by the Maroons and Lauren Frericks. Rebound out to Johnston, and here is Jimphy, Jada Jimphy. 
Johnson, the number one team most of the year until they lost last week to Waukee, and they're playing like it. And the ball goes out of bounds. Jiffy trying to feed one of her teammates. It'll be dialing basketball with some substitutions here. Hey, the hope is this, Mark. The hope is that Jimpy doesn't score 17 in each and every quarter tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you got to believe that she's going to cool off a little bit. All right, for Dowling in the contest, Olivia Bailey, number 25, a 5'11 senior, will check in. McVeigh has it. And a dribble handoff to Julia Moore, and she draws the foul. That'll be on... Kayla Frickenstein, who just checked in for Johnson, a 5'7 senior. A little bump there in the front court. Will be the 14th foul on the Dragons. Two on Dowling. 35 seconds remaining in the first quarter. 25-16 Johnson. McVeigh pulls up her, picks up her dribble off the right elbow. Gives it to Moore. Julia underneath. Fights for time. And underneath Bailey, a nice pass by Moore. And her shot's no good. Drew the foul. This may be on Nelk. And an outstanding backdoor cut by uh, Bailey as well. Oh, excuse me, it's on Hampton. That's her second. Team's fifth. Bailey's going to get a pair. Bailey, a 58% free throw shooter. The first one good? Yep. Olivia Bailey averaging three and a half points off the bench, three rebounds, made two threes on the season, and a 58% free throw shooter. Shits them both. That away. Two for two is Bailey. And it's 25-18 Johnson by seven. 20 seconds remaining in the first quarter, which has been all Jada Jimpy. 17 of the Dragons, 25. And now the Dragons try to get it inside with Jimpy not in the game. And McVeigh comes away with the steal. Here's Tobias with it. Down court to Bailey. In the lane. Her shot up and no good. She drew the foul. Yep. And Aaliyah Riley was in there. Let's see who they whistled 14, on. coach's daughter. Yeah, yep. Jellick picks up her second. Yep. With 6.4 seconds remaining. Back to the free throw line is Olivia Bailey. Good aggressiveness there by the Maroons on offense. The uh, Makes the first one. Uh, the defense for Johnston is very physical. Um, and the Maroons, to their credit, have, have tried to be aggressive against it. Second free throw is no good. That's her first miss of the night. And rebound Johnson. Dowling, or rather Johnson by six. Down court is Riley. Her shot at the horn, no good. And we've come to the end of the first quarter with the score. The Johnson Dragons, 25. Dowling Catholic, 19, along with Steve DeVitti. I'm Mark Amadil, along with our studio producer, Jeff Pickett. And, of course, uh, Devin Taylor and Jeff Stark from CISN. As we simulcast tonight, CISN and Iowa Catholic Radio, back with the second quarter in one minute. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-Dental Associates.com. 
And we're back here at the Dowling Gym alongside Steve Davidi, Mark Amadale, underway in the second quarter. Number two, Johnson, leading number nine, Dowling. And first basket of the second quarter goes to Jim Fee. And she's had a career first half, 19 points here in the first half. It's 27-19, Dragons. Dowling with the ball. Here's Gipple with it. Over to McVeigh. Dowling trailed by as many as 10 in that first quarter. Got it whittled down to six at the uh, quarter break. And now we've got an illegal screen and an offensive foul on Dowling. They're going to get Gipple for the foul. And that'll be her second. Didn't see that, Mark. On the previous possession, they ran a, a nice little curl interior screen on Lexi to free up uh, Jimpy for the layup, and the Maroons didn't get much help there. Johnson with the basketball. Jellick lobs it in, and inside it goes to the freshman Tanky, and the layup is good. Mark Tanky's a really good player. Eight points for the freshman. I, I leave Tanky. Dallin the other way. That was uh, McVay? Ella McVeigh with a yeah. reverse layup. Her first basket of the night. Nifty move under the, uh, of the hoop there. 21 29-21, Johnson by eight, 6.45 remaining here in the second quarter. Gosling now for three, right in front of the Dowling bench. It's no good. Rebound slapped around, and the Maroons can't track it down. Not quite quick enough there. Yep. Wishman had an opportunity. Now Jimpy with it. Down the lane she goes. Layup is good. Jimpy with 21 points here in the first half. She's 17 at the end of the first quarter, and Dragons by 10, and we got a holding foul on the Dragons. Maroons are shooting bonus. That was on number 20. That's the 17th foul, you're right. So Gosling with her first foul for the 5'6 junior, who's looking at some D2 schools, and she should. Anna, a, averaging eight and a half points, leads the team with nearly three assists for Johnson's, and the free throw is no good on the one-and-one. One. Bowles with the rebound. It's, her putback is no good. Out of bounds as uh, Gipple was battling in there with Gosling. Out of bounds yeah. to Dowling. Lexi and Emma Gipple were battling. Mark, the last time I saw 17 points in a quarter by an opponent of Dowling was clear back in uh, maybe 07 with uh, John Lamb from Indianola. Oh, my. He that... finished with 35 that night, and I witnessed it again here tonight. Here's Gipple with the shot. No good. 17 in the first quarter by uh, Jimpy. <laughs> and now Margaret Tobias. Picks up the foul. With a grab in the backcourt. So applying pressure even on missed shots. It was at the free throw line last for Dowling who missed the free throw, Steve. Uh, that was the front end of a one-and-one one by um, Tobias. Okay. I'll make sure I put that in the right box. All right. 31-21, Johnson by 10. They have the basketball. Dragons going left to right towards the north basket here. Here's Tanky for three, and it's no good. Rebound, Ella McVeigh. Good box out there. Nice job. We've seen the two smallest gals get the offensive rebounds. Yeah. McVeigh for Dowling and Buchan for Johnston in this first half. But hustle by both of them. Here's McVeigh with it on the right side. Is cut off, looking for a backdoor cut. Can't find it. Leaves it for Gipple. Five and a half remaining in half. Michael Connor, the Dowling boys coach, will join us at halftime as a jump ball is forced. Looks like that'll go back to the Maroons on the alternate possession. And now Gipple will check out, and I believe Julia Moore will check in. She'll be in for Maddie Wishman. Emma Gippa will also take a, a blow, trying to keep fresh legs. And I believe Frerichs came in. Lauren yes, Frerichs, a 5'9 sophomore, in for Gippel. Inbound the ball to Moore. Julia has it. 
They lob it inside to Bowles. Her shot up and it's no good. Rolls off the rim. Good defense that time by Jimphy. Yeah, Jimphy overplayed hard and to Lexi Bowles' left side there. Foul in the backcourt on Dowling. No whistle for for the foul on the pass. First foul on Frerichs, 15 foul on Dowling, 5-17 remaining here. In the first quarter, Mitch and Michael Connor, the Dowling boys basketball coach, will join us. He, like the uh, Dowling girls, trying to avenge a loss to this uh, Johnson team. was scheduled for a Friday night in January, but then it got moved to Saturday, and we were unable to broadcast the game, and now a loose ball fall off the Jimphy miss. Loose ball foul on Johnson. We'll have a one-on-one coming up for Dowling. And let's see. Looks like Ella McVeigh. Look at Tanky for the foul. I Lee with her first. Yep. Need to knock these uh, front ends in. So Bowles will check out. McVeigh will go to the free throw line for Dowling. She has two points. She's been on a rather hot streak. She had ten points in the win or the loss on Tuesday night to Centennial. Free throw good. She had 16 on the senior night a week ago. 16 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists a week ago tonight against Urbandale. Yeah, she's really been uh, scoring well lately for the Maroons. I think she's in double figures three out of the last four games. Second free throw, no good. McVeigh with three points, 31-22. Johnson with the lead. He's led by as many as 10 here in this first half. 4.50 remaining in the half. Tanky with it. Comp. Kicks it out, gets it right back, or shot up and good, right over Frerichs. Tanky with 10 points here in the first half. You see why a freshman starts for Johnston. Yeah, no, she's a fine talent and uh, do a little bit of everything off the dribble, and she can post up. And... All right, Dowling with the basketball. This is Tobias. Tries to kick it out, and she does the more. Julia splits the defenders, goes around Jimphy. The ball is blocked, but a uh, foul called on Johnston. Let's see if they get Jimphy. For the I think body. It was, I think it was Gosling. Number You're, 20. You're spot on there, Mr. Devenny, as always. Anna Gosling, her second foul for Johnston. Give Julia more credit for uh, for taking the ball hard off the dribble and trying to get to the rim. She's done a nice job of that. One in the bonus coming up for her. All right, Moore tonight with three points. First free throw good for the left-hander. The twin sister. Sarah is yet to play. She will be in the rotation. Both sophomores, Sarah is 5'7". Julia, who's shooting right now at 5'6". Second free throw, no good. Rebound, Dowling. I think that was... Uh, Gip kept it alive. Gip will kept it alive. And it, I think she got it back, and the shot off the glass, good, on the pass inside by Freerix. Big-time play by Gipple. That's her first basket of the night. Over the outstretched arms of uh, Jimpy. 33-25, and now a little mismatch there, and... The freshman tanky yeah, she posted up yeah, on she, Julia Moore. She posted up on uh, Ella McVeigh. Yeah. And now underneath Dowling, a shot no good. Good drive by uh, Tobias. Tobias. Couldn't get it to go, but excellent drive. Maroons are doing all they can to hang around here. As well as Johnson's played, and they've played incredibly well, the Maroons are, are kind of hanging tight. It's, it's a 10-point deficit, but um, they haven't played that poorly yet. Tanky now with 12 points in that last basket. As she posted up McVeigh, 35-25, Dragons by 10. That's equals their largest lead of the first half. 340 remaining during the second quarter. Now a little high-low Gosling's pass underneath, too. Right, yeah, it was intended for oh. Riley. She had posted up Margaret Tobias, but Margaret was working hard to get around her yeah. and, uh, and did a good job of working hard on defense to make that play uh, 
go awry for Johnston? Aliyah Riley, 5'8", freshman, who was posting up inside. And now a little give and go underneath, reverse layup. Good! That's McVeigh with her fifth point. Excellent back cut. With the... With her glove hand. Yep. Her left hand. Excellent back cut. Boy, that's good ball movement by the Maroons. Snelk with it on the right block. Guarded by Frerich. Ball poked away and loose. McVeigh, who else? On the bottom of the pile, and the Dowling gets a turn out of it. Nice with, hustle. With 3.11 left to go, this will be a 30-second timeout called by Dowling. The 50-50 balls. The Maroons got to it. 35-27. Johnson with the lead over Dowling Catholic here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Mark Emmerdale, Steve DeVille, thank Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, and Mercy One, our supporters here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And Mr. DeVinny, I think we can probably start talking postseason here momentarily for Johnston. Yep. yep. They're the number two seed in overall in Class 5A, and uh, they will start out their region taking on Des Moines Lincoln one week from tomorrow at the uh, Johnston Gym at 7 o'clock. For Dowling Catholic, the uh, Maroons will be home also, and uh, they will start out their uh, postseason against the winner of Linmar and the Cedar Rapids Prairie Hawks here at the Dowling Gym, also a week from tomorrow. So that's a look at uh, postseason for both these teams playing tonight, Johnson and Dowling. Bowles with the ball, shot the glass too strong. Gipple fighting for the rebound. It's poked away and picked up by Aaliyah Riley, and here comes Johnston. Riley in transition. Leads for Gosling. Fakes the shot. Now they throw it in the backcourt and it'll be over and back on the Dragons. Good defense that time by the Maroons as they recovered from that. Very good defense. Now getting the ball back with 244 in the half with a chance to cut that deficit to six. So for Johnson, the, the gals, if they get by Lincoln, they play the winner of the other bracket. Council Bluffs, Lincoln, and Jefferson will meet Indianola. And it Seated-wise, it's an Indianola-Johnston matchup for the right to go to state. On Dowling's side, the Maroons would have to go to Cedar Rapids-Washington, the top seed in their region. Corner three, good from the right baseline, and that is Ella McVeigh. And she's starting to feel it. She has 10 points here in the first half. Dribble drive kick there by uh, Gipple. Nice assist. She knocked it in. 35-30. Dowling's got it down to five. And a shot in the baseline, no good. Long rebound out to Johnson Riley with it. Tries to leave it to the trail. Uh, Natalie Carey, and she wasn't expecting the pass. Dowling with it. Gipple down court against Tanky. Her shot up and rolls through. Tanky might have got a piece of it. The timeout, Johnston. Hey, 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 hey. Wow. Gipple with her fourth point. We've got a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. Mark Emmerdale, Steve Devinney here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Devin Taylor and Jeff Stark. So much, so much and for our TV. sponsors tonight, huh, yeah, Mark? I mean, want. there's there's no uh, full time out. So if not yet. If, if you're a sponsor, we we're, just have to talk about you because we're not going to go. Uh, <laughs> we're well, not going to give you any airtime. Well, for Iowa Catholic Radio, they include construction professionals, Kemen, and Mercy One. And I want to thank the thanks thank the folks at Mercy One. They got me back after that COVID back in yeah. early January. They did a great job. I feel great. I don't look as good as I used to, well, but it can't help that. That's debatable, Mark. <laughs> Mercy did all they could. Now, listen, back to basketball. Yes. Maroons were down by 10, 11. Somewhere they, in there, yeah. They, they've cut it now to three, and they've uh, turned Johnston over three of the last four possessions. Uh, McVeigh with a deep three. They're really uh, playing. Uh, it's a guts performance so far by the Maroons. Well, Coach Jellick hasn't put his starters back in. Natalie Carey's still in there, along with uh, Riley, who has the ball now. It's a three-point 
Johnston lead. And now here's Jimphy for three left wing. It's no good. Rebound Dowling. Wishman with the rebound. Here's Julia Moore with it. They're looking inside to Bowles. And there's a mismatch there. And now they switch back. Does uh, Jimphy and Carey. And we got a whistle holding foul called on Jimphy. That's a good call. Maroon's making a little bit of and Maroon's making a little bit of a run. That's her second foul on Jimphy. So team's tenth. We have a, a double bonus there for Bowles coming so up. So three starters for Johnson. Jellick, Gosling, and Jimphy all with two fouls. Hampton off the bench with two fouls. Dragons now with ten fouls have put Dowling in the double bonus. And the first free throw by Bowles is no good. And that's something that she has not struggled with. She's a seventy-eight percent free throw shooter on the season. Those are Steve Devenny numbers. Well, that was a good uh, that was a good soft touch. It just happened to roll off the front of the rim. Second free throw by Bowles is good. So she has nine points here in the first half, and it's 35-33, Johnston by two. Zoe Buchan back into the Johnston lineup. And she dribbles across the timeline, leaves it for the right side. That's Nelk. Nelk guarded by McVeigh. Now in the corner goes. This is Hampton with it. Back to Nelk. They play catch on the right side, and we got a whistle and a foul away from the action on Dowling. Wishman was holding, I guess. That's what they got. Team six. So Nine. six team foul on Dowling, and Johnson went down the ball. Leading by two with a one minute and 11 seconds yeah. remaining in the half here, yeah. Steve. Maroons have really been getting after it on defense, overplaying, passing lanes. All right, on the baseline, a shot missed everything. It's no good by Riley. Rebound Dowling and Bowles. Maroons a chance to tie or take the lead with a minute remaining in the half. This is uh, Moore with it, and she nearly had it stripped away from her by Zoe Buchan. To be out of bounds to Dowling, McVeigh will throw it in. It's McVeigh, Moore, Gipple, the three guards, along with Lexi Bowles and Maddie Wishman. There's Gipple. Jimphy's out of the game now, and so uh, Bowles has a lesser. Uh, now, um, underneath, Bowles with the pass to Gipple. Layup good, and we're tied at 35 with 40 seconds. How about that play? Incredible assist there. Wraparound pass by Bowles. Gipple with six points. Bowles with the assist. 30 seconds to play. And again, three Johnson starters with two fouls sitting on the bench right now. Here's Riley with it. Or check that. That was Hampton with it, and we got a whistle and a foul underneath. Is that Bowles? On Dowling. Yep, Lexi Bowles on the arm, her first. Team seventh. Looks like they'll shoot two. So shooting foul. It'll be a one-on-one here for Johnson. It's Molly Nelk. The first free throw is good. Nelk with three points. He's an 80% free throw shooter on the year. Hits the first free throw. Second one coming. Also good. Four points for Nelk off the bench. The Johnson lead is two with 20 seconds remaining, and Dowling now bringing it, bring it across the timeline. Isabella Balsley in, number two for Johnson, a 5'5 freshman. Three freshmen, three sophomores, four juniors, and five seniors on this Johnson squad. I think we've seen most of them here in the first half. Bowles turns, catch and shoot, scores. Lexi Bowles ties the ball game as she went right over Emma Hampton, and we are tied. At halftime, Bowles with her 11th point here, Steve Devaney, with uh, Dowling tying the number two team in the state. 37 all, Dowling and Johnston. Yeah. 
you know, uh, the Maroons, as I said earlier, down 10 or 12 points, and uh, we had a hunch. We were hopeful, <clears throat> at least, that Jimpy wouldn't score 17 points each and every quarter. She cooled <laughs> off, and she only had four points in the second quarter. She had to go to the bench with those two fouls. And give the Maroons a lot of credit for the guts and the effort and the defense that they played with in that second quarter. I mean, that, that was a tremendous, tremendous comeback uh, on a team that got off to a big, big lead. Johnston certainly threw the first punch, but uh, the Maroons have answered nicely here. They certainly have. Dowling outscored Johnston 18-12 to in that second quarter after uh, being down 25-19. to at the end of the first quarter. So we're tied at halftime, 37 all, Dowling and Johnston here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. We'll be back with our halftime guest, assistant coach Nick Wagner, the Dowling boys basketball team, will join us. Along with Steve Devenny, I'm Mark Amadale, Jeff Piggott, our studio producer, and our thanks to our CISN staff, Devin Taylor, our producer, and our cameraman, Jeff Stark, back with halftime here from the Dowling gym on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you online at mercydesmoines.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Halftime score, we're tied at 37. Number two, Johnston. Number nine, Dowling here. In this uh, girls' contest, Mark Amadil now joined by Nick Wagner from the uh, Dowling Boys basketball staff. And uh, Coach Wagner, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you coming back up. And you know what? You did so well the first time <laughs> earlier this week at the Centennial game. You got the W, and uh, you're back up here. I guess that's so says OC. Yeah, I guess I'll keep coming up as long as we play the way we had on uh, Tuesday. So, yeah. well, you you got uh, uh, Johnson tonight for the second time this year, and I know. Uh, Last month, the game was originally scheduled for Friday, moved to Saturday, and it was all Dragons, and they've had quite a year. I mean, you, you look at the team, they're 8-2, and two, they're fourth ranked in Class 4A, they got a nice squad, and I like their guards. Lewis, Kramer, and, Reed, and Grant, rather, took the guard, and, uh, you know, this is probably one team that may match Dowling's height a little bit, if, if, you, if you look at, you know, pound for pound, and, and that makes it a tough matchup. Yeah, they're really talented, especially at the guard position. I mean, they can drive it, and they can shoot it. And when you have that combination of guys that can really penetrate and kick out to shooters, um, you know, it's a tough guard. But, you know, they run the same style of offense that we do, so we know what to expect because um, we face it every day in practice. Uh, so now it's just a matter of identifying their personnel and, and sticking to our game plan and uh, see if we can go out and execute and uh, win our one-on-one battles defensively. Well, what you, you learn that last month when you played him over at uh, Johnson on that Saturday afternoon? 
Uh, I know we just got over a storm on that Friday night, so the game was postponed, so you had an extra day. And what what'd you learn from that game and the, the loss over Johnson? Well, you got to come and you got to play 32 minutes. I mean, you know, a coach wasn't with us that game, and so he was able to watch from home. And much like he saw, you know, we all saw the same thing. We showed up at 215 for a 145 game. It was a tough uh, first half for us. Once we settled in and got a little bit more production uh, in the second half, you know, we, we played with them and we were right there. It was just um, we were a little sluggish in the first half, but I think the kids will come out tonight with a lot more uh, energy because we're playing better basketball right now. And, and you have you start playing better, you get more confidence, uh, specifically when you're shooting the basketball the way we have the last few games. Offensively, things seem to roll a lot smoother, and ultimately kids just – have that confidence that they know exactly what's going to happen when they step out on the floor. I think I noticed in our, our keys to the game that we'll have for the boys contest, but uh, Johnson just dominates the boards. They've only been out-rebounded one game this year, and they average 11 turnovers. Transversely, for Dowling, you guys have knocked down 22 threes here in the last couple of games against Urbadale and 8th-ranked Centennial, but you're averaging just 11 turnovers. So that's good news, but... Unfortunately, Johnson loves the boards, and they've, uh, they've been pretty successful on it this year. Yeah, I mean, they're athletic. I mean, they have, you know, with Rocky underneath and then Kramer and, and uh, Reed Grant and Borwick, those kids really work hard, and they really attack the glass. And, you know, they're always in position. I, I think they have a really good feel for the game, and, uh, you know, they find themselves in position, and they get the rebounds, and, and they're able to get second-chance opportunities. So we have to do a better job tonight of – identifying shooters, closing out hard, and then when we close out and when they do release it, we got to stay with them and we got to block them out. We got to go attack the basketball, get it, and look to push. Well, Coach, uh, last game against Centennial, uh, you beat them by 18 here Tuesday night. You had four players in double figures. You had one young man, Simon Daniel, who was one point away from being in double figures. I haven't seen a Dowling team that balanced in scoring from everybody contributing, but shooting well. And it starts with the dribble drive and the kick out to the baseline for the long threes. Gretke and Simon Daniel are just knocking those down. Well, it's contagious, you know, and, and Simon struggled a little bit earlier in the year from beyond the three-point line, had some good looks. We see him every day in practice, and he can shoot it, and now you're starting to see it translate in the games. It's part of just staying with it and believing in yourself and that you're going to knock those down, and we think we have capable shooters, and we've shown that the last few games, and it's just a matter of seeing it go through the hoop, and, and once we get rolling, you know, everybody starts feeling good, and, and they're quicker to shoot it and they're shooting it with confidence, and ultimately that's the way we want to be playing here towards the end of the uh, end of the season and get into the sub-state time. That's a tremendous word, confidence, and being healthy. And I think OC told me uh, between games, I think last week, he said we're healthy for the first time in a while, not only as a staff, because he was gone, as you mentioned, over at Johnson the first time. Not that you and Coach Nahas could do anything about that. You guys did a great job. You, you were there for the, the win against Valley. But uh, having everybody together, and having a lot of confidence, this team is really growing. And the one thing I like seeing, Nick, is when you had some of the reserves in against Centennial in the latter moments of the fourth quarter, those starters were the biggest cheerleaders in the gym that night. Yeah, we have – I mean, our kids really get along well. And, you know, the kids that don't play as much on Tuesday and Friday nights, when they get their opportunity, they're in the gym working just as hard every day as our starters. And they deserve that opportunity. And when good things happen, you know, it's good to see that we have the, the kids that play more often uh, support them because they work just as every bit as hard as our kids that play uh, a lot of minutes. And uh, they deserve that opportunity. So it's good to see the support when they get out there. Well, I know you and Coach Nahas love coaching those JV games because a lot of times you get those juniors who haven't got a lot of playing time on varsity nights. Well, they get 
you get a shine in those JV games. I know you guys do. That's a big part of the development. You don't like seeing those games canceled. And uh, I know you've got some kids that will be uh, coming through here in the next few years. Yep, we just got to keep, you know, they got JV games are great because you get out, you get a chance to compete. I mean, we compete in practice every day, but playing against somebody else is so important just to know where you stack up and then, you know, to compete against a different school, uh, kids that you know, kids that you played against in the past, um, you know, really helps their confidence as they continue to develop and, and they grow into, you know, their senior or their junior year, depending upon, you know, what type of personnel we have on the JV team. Coach Wagner, I appreciate you taking time to come up here for the second time. I think OC thinks you're good luck after what happened Tuesday. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens tonight. So it can change in a minute, but I hope that uh, I expect that we come out and play well tonight. Nick Wagner, thanks for all you do. 14 years here with uh, OC out of his 15. Appreciate all you do behind the scenes. Thanks to you and your family for being a part of the Dowling uh, basketball program. Yeah, you bet, Mark. I appreciate it. Thank right. you very much. That's Nick Wagner, assistant coach Dowling. Boys contest is coming up after the girls. Halftime right now, 37 all, Dowling and Johnston. And we'll be back in the second half. In one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online ashworthvision.com. Iowa Catholic Radio is now available on your smart speaker, like the Amazon Echo or the Echo Dot. All you have to do is set up the Iowa Catholic Radio skill. You can listen to Iowa Catholic Talk Radio or music radio whenever you want. Step one, say, Alexa, enable the Iowa Catholic Radio skill. Or enable it through your Alexa app. Step two, say, Alexa, open Iowa Catholic Radio. Step three, Alexa will give you a choice to listen to Iowa Catholic Radio Talk or Iowa Catholic Radio Music. Now enjoy listening to Iowa Catholic Radio through your smart speaker. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Gym along with uh, Steve Devenny. I'm Mark Amadil. I want to thank uh, Nick Wagner, Dowling Boys assistant coach, for joining us here at halftime of the girls' contest with uh, Dowling and Johnson tied at 37 here at halftime of the 5A rematch of a game that happened last month. And uh, we're tied at 37, second-ranked Johnston and number nine Dowling Catholic, both teams in different and opposite regions in postseason now a three-pointer up and good by the dragons as uh, they drill it from the right wing and that is zoe buchan that's her first basket of the ball game here steve mark in the first half only three players for the johnston dragons scored those 37 points now bulls is passed stolen away by jim fee both teams going with their starting five now johnston with the ball as gosling gets it inside now they kick it out to jim fee for three good she continues her hot hand. She had 21 at halftime, and she now has 24, another made three. 43-37, Johnston. That's her fifth three-point goal of the game. We got Travin on the baseline called against Dowling Catholic as Tobias called for the travel. It'll be Johnston basketball, and they're on a 6-0 run to start the uh, Yeah. Second half here with a pair of three-pointers. Similar to the start of the ball game. We're seeing it here again in the second half. Maroons are going to have to withstand it. There's Jellick with it. Gets it over in the corner to Buchan for three. It's no good. Rebound comes out to Dowling. 
Tobias with the rebound. Dowling running down court and a shot off the glass. Good. That's Gipple with the uh, basket. A nice assist that time by Tobias. Good transition basket and now a steal by uh, Margaret Tobias. The Dragons got a little sloppy with it. Gipple had six points at halftime. Now with eight points, 43-39 Johnston. All alone, top of the three for three. It's Tobias, no good. Rebound Dowling. Putback is no good by Wishman in the rebound. Jimpy of Johnston. Yeah, she heard footsteps there. She <laughs> tried to get the putback in. Jimpy was coming down the lane hard at her. Uh, I think you are correct there, Mr. Devenny. Not that you're wrong too often. <laughs> Buchan with it. Get over in the corner to uh, Anna Gosling. Mark Amadale and Steve Kinney bringing you the broadcast on Iowa Catholic Radio as we simulcast with CISN. And now a corner three after a dribble penetration is good by Zoe Buchan, who was held scoreless in the first half, Steve. They have a lot of weapons. That's why they're number two in the state. Yeah. Buchan averaging three and a half points a contest. She has a pair of threes. And How about Gipple behind the arc? And she's not known for that. That no. is just her second three of the year. Outstanding. Left her alone, and she knocked it in. 11 points for Emma Gipple of Dowling. It's 46-42. Johnson by four. They've led by double figures in the first half. And now underneath, a shot up. No good by Tanky. And a whistle and a foul and a rebound on Dowling. Is they going to get uh, McVeigh or are they going to get uh, Looks like Ella. McVeigh. McVeigh with her first foul. And two free throws coming for the freshman, Ailee Tanky at 5'11", who had 12 points in the first half on six field goals. Yeah, I thought maybe she pushed off a little bit on that first shot attempt and then uh, and then got the offensive board. First free throw, no good. Tanky, one of the top free throw shooters on this Johnson team. That's the thing. You get such a lead, and they average 74% of the free throw lines. The second free throw is good. Tanky with 13 points now. Dowling with the basketball in the front court. Here's Gipple on the right block. Guarded by Jellick, the coach's daughter. They work the right side. The Maroons have Tobias with the ball, top of the key. Guarded by Gosling. Now they swing it over to Julia Moore, who just checked in. Over in the left wing, corner three, no good. Missed everything. That's Tobias, but the rebound, Dowling, and a foul. Anticipated. Jimphy with the foul. That's her third. That's uh, If you're a Maroon player or fan, that's a big deal. Her picking up her third early in the third quarter. So free throws coming for Lexi Bowles. First one up and good. Lexi now with 12 points. She had 11 at halftime. Bowles caught the air ball, air ball three attempt and uh, put it back up quickly and got fouled. There. Second free throw rolls through. 13 points for Bowles. Back to within three. It's 47-44, Johnston leading Dowling. 4.40 remaining here in the third quarter from the Dowling Jib. Lob inside to Jellick, and it's stolen away. Weakside help that time by McVeigh with the steal. I think Tobias got a piece of it, too. Excellent job, Weakside help. Now Moore tries to throw the ball inside the bowls, and a jump, Maybe. And a tie-up occurred, and go a back jump to ball. The, go back to the Maroons as the second half was started in possession there with Johnston. Four and a half minutes remaining, third quarter. Dowling will throw the ball in. McVeigh will throw it in. Let's see what they have set up. Here's more with it. Julia trying to get it inside the Bulls. Can't do it because Jimphy is guarding her. Here's Gipple with it. Top of the key to McVeigh. And a man defense by Johnson. McVeigh coming off a ball screen by Bulls. Gets to the baseline and she stepped out of bounds. 
ran a real estate and tried to dump it off inside of Tobias. It was a really good screen there by Lexi, but Coach is on her a little bit right now because she didn't roll to the basket. Uh, Jimpy was forced onto a switch with uh, with McVeigh, and she took her down to the baseline, but, but there was nothing there for the roll. Johnson with the basketball. They lead by three with four minutes remaining. A whistle and a foul called as Buchan again. She's been the spark plug here in the second half for Johnson. Goes to the basket and draws the foul. Moore, Julia Moore with her second foul. But Buchan, no points in the first half. Matter of fact, she was sitting on the bench until some of the other starters started getting into foul trouble. Came in at the last part of the first half and kind of quarterbacked the team. Now she's uh, scoring. She now has seven points with that uh, first free throw. You know, um, no surprise. Uh, Coach is going to give uh, Jimphy some time off with those three fouls. No surprise that the Johnston Dragons have so many weapons offensively, and only three kids scored in that first half. But you can see how talented they are as uh, Buchan comes in with eight quick points here in the third quarter. And how balanced they are. Both free throws good by Buchan. But here's Bowles getting loose. She let her team through the different uh, avenues, and Lexi shoots and scores. She now has 15 to lead Dowling. Straight line drive there to the left side of the, the lane. Her strength because uh, Jimpy's not in there to uh, to protect the rim. That's a big deal. Gosling over to Buchan again for three. It's no good. Rebound Dowling and Julia Moore. The sophomore with the rebound, and we got a blocking foul called on the Dragons. Good call there. Buchan will pick up the foul. That's her first. Mark, I've got trivia for you. Uh, Julian Moore with that rebound right there. Okay. Uh, a bench player, not even a starter, is the third leading rebounder for the Maroons this year. I was looking at some stats today online. Uh, who leads the team in rebounding? Would you take Lexi or would you take uh, the Swiss Army Knife, Emma Gipple? I would say Gipple and Bowles are close together. Gipple? This surprised the heck out of me. I'm not trying to act like I know it all. Gipple's ahead by 40 rebounds over second place Bowles. Really? Yeah, it's amazing. I would never guess it. Me either. Corner three by Julia Moore for Dowling. No good. Long rebound out to Dowling. Maroons track it down, and that's Tobias with it. I would have been like you. I thought they were about even. Really. Yeah. And here is Moore again for three in the corner. It's good, and we're tied at 49. Wow. Maroons are really – this is a gutsy effort by the Maroons. I'm telling you. Seven points for Julia Moore off the bench for Dowling. Maroons are really getting after it defensively, trying to uh, – Get after this number two team in the state, defending state champs, Johnston Dragons, with the ball is Buchan. Nearly had it stolen away. Retrieves it. On the right wing, it's Nelk. She lobs it inside. And a shot off the back foot. Good by Emma Hampton. Boy, they just get contributions from everyone. Hampton with her first two points of the night for Johnston. You're not kidding. <laughs> Good inside move by her in traffic. Uh, are they are they back in a 2-3 zone now, are the Dragons? Looks like they're kind of sagging back in or playing a soft man. Yeah, they're just a lot of help defense. Now, three-pointer by Gipple, no good. Ball slapped around, and here's Hampton with the rebound. Fresh in the backcourt by Dowling. Here's Buchan with dribbles between the legs, and now gets across the timeline. With a minute 50 remaining in the third quarter. Second-ranked Johnston, 51. Ninth-ranked Dowling, 49. Class 5A. CIML Central Conference battle. Three-pointer up and good. That's Kinsey Jellick with the three, her first three of the night. Her fourth of the year. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just when the Maroons can get this uh, deficit cut into, then somebody else uh, ends up hurting you for now, the uh, Dragons. Double dribble on Gipple. Unforced error there by the Maroons. Yeah, you can kind of thought about reaching in and enough to 
mess up the dribbling technique of Gipple, so turnover against Dowling as Tobias will check out. And McVeigh back in, also for Johnson now for a substitution. Isabella Ballsley, the 5'5 freshman, will check out and or check in. And the other freshman, I. Lee Tanky, will check out. She has 13 points. So the two leading scorers right now for the Dragons are on the bench. You'd like to see if the Maroons can kind of cut into this deficit. I think Coach Jellick and nine years at Johnson and a state title, I think he wants to see, uh, you know, he's, he's got a lead and he's going to let this, these kids get the extended break, the one-minute quarter break and yep. then the final minute 15 yep. here of the third quarter. Yep. Now that, the might be, that might be right. They're conferring here. Looks like uh, looks like Maroon basketball. Nope. Yeah, they're going to overturn it. They're going to overturn it. Yeah. And Coach Jellick now pleading his case, say, hey, how do I, what do I have to do to get one of these? Well, the main <laughs> thing is, regardless of who, whose favor that call goes, you just got to see if you can get it right. And they did. I think they did, too. I think so, too. 54-49. Johnston by five. 65 seconds remaining. And a shot by Gipple is no good. Jellick may have had a hand on it. Yep, good defense there by Jellick. And the rebound out to Johnson. Here's Jellick, top of the key. Swings it over to the right side. That's Eileen Riley. Ilea Riley, 5'8", freshman. Her and Jellick play catch. Now they get up to Ballsley. Back to Jellick. Dowling stays man-to-man. Now on the corner it goes. This is Riley. Oh, check that. This is uh, Hampton. I'm sorry. They lob it into Hampton. In the lane. Shot off the glass too strong. Rebound Dowling. Excellent box out by Wishman. There you go. That's Gipple with the uh, loose ball. Maroons weren't doing that early in the game. 25 seconds remaining. Latter stages of the third quarter. Johnson by five, Dowling with the basketball. Bulls in the right baseline, spins in the right block, shot off the glass, good. She had help defense come in from Jellick, but she got the shot to fall. Excellent help defense by Jellick. I thought maybe she was going to draw a charge, but great conversion there in the paint, in traffic by Bulls. 17 points for Bulls, and now a steal by Moore. Overplayed. Julia, Julia down court, the left hand layup up, and it's no good, but she drew the foul, and she'll go to the free throw line for two. The Maroons, what a gutsy performance. With no time left on the clock, we'll keep it here. Unbelievable. Her third foul for Jellick. Team third at the buzzer. They'll clear the free throw line, or the lane, and, and the Julia is going to get two. First free throw by Moore, no good. Julia tonight with seven points. Misses the first free throw, as you mentioned. Second one on the way is no good. Yeah, too bad. So we go, we've come to the end of the third quarter with the score. Johnston 54, Dowling Catholic 51, the CIML Central Conference Girls game. And we're back in one minute here on CISN and Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for your support of Dowling Catholic Sports 365. Construction Professionals is a family-owned business dedicated to our customers. Whether designing, building, or renovating, we are here to better serve you. Our passion for quality craftsmanship, paired with our dedication to creativity, result in a home that reflects your personality, style, and family function. Construction Professionals. Design. Build. Renovate. CPCustomHomes.com. From our family to yours. 
God bless. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym as we simulcast tonight with CISN and Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadil alongside Steve Devinney. We start the fourth quarter with these two top ten teams out of Class 5A meeting for the second time. Johnson won the first meeting, 61-44, back on Saturday, January 16th last month. And the rematch is tonight. And the Dragons lead by three, and they have their starters back in who have been battling foul trouble for the Dragons tonight, Steve. Yep, very, very aggressive defensively in the... uh... And they've been bumping and, and grabbing and reaching a little bit. But uh, their aggressiveness is what's gotten them to this point in the season. Dragons with three team fouls. Dowling with two along. Three no good after uh, taking a lot of time off the clock. Gosling missed the three and it went out of bounds to Dowling. Excellent ball movement. Had the open look that they wanted and uh, just couldn't knock it down. Johnson outscored Dowling 17-14 to 14 in that third quarter. Maroons are 12 of 20 at the free throw line. Johnson, 6 of 9. Now, shot in the lane, no good. Ball off the foot. And that's Giffel fighting of with Jimphy. Uh, yep. Yeah, looks like off the knee of Jimphy, says our official. Giffel's fighting with uh, Jimphy. It's a good battle. A couple of players uh, that uh, are going to battle it out. Of course, Bulls, the Illinois State Redbird basketball recruit and Jimphy, the former the future University of Iowa uncontested layup good are you kidding Tobias Margaret Tobias she has eight points excellent move 54 53 Johnston the help defense did not come I, was, I did not see it yeah I think uh, coach Jellick was wondering what happened the rotation didn't happen but here's Johnston leading by one in the basketball Buchan with it lob pass underneath and that is tanky layup good she got around Gipple that time. Excellent high-low. She posted Gip up, and uh, great pass from the exterior. 15 points for the freshman, I. Lee Kanky. Uh, Johnson, 5'11". 56-53, Dragons by three. We approach the six-minute mark here in the fourth quarter. Johnson has four timeouts remaining. Dowling with three. Fouls, Johnson three, Dowling two. Gipple with it. Goes in against Jellick, stops, keeps her pivot foot. Kicks it back out to Tobias. Good and now, patience by the Maroons. And now whistle and a foul on the reverse pass by Buchan, and that'll be her second foul. Team fourth. So Molly Nelk will check back in for Johnston. In the first half, we were shooting free throws. There was more fouls. So far in the second half, neither team is in the bonus with 5.52 to go. And then uh, Gosling will sit down. So Nelk for Gosling in the Johnston lineup. 5.45 remaining. Johnson by three, Dowling with the ball. And now reach around and a steal by Buchan. Two on two, and now the foul on the on the breakaway. Tobias commits the foul for Dowling. After she had the ball stolen away from her by Buchan. So three team fouls on Dowling, as you mentioned. Four for Johnston. 
And the Dragons will inbound the ball with Jimphy. They lob it into Jellick. Kinsey with it. Now back to Jimphy on the reverse pass by Buchan. Johnson being very patient. Dowling stays man-to-man. Jimphy dribbles the right elbow. Kicks it out to Buchan for three. It's good. Zoe Buchan with another three. That's three of them tonight. She's got 11 points and a timeout on the floor. This might be a minute. That's all they have left. It is. Yep. Full, full timeout. We'll take a one-minute break. 524 remaining fourth quarter. And it's Johnson 59, Dowling 53 on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. We're back here at the Dowling Gym alongside Steve DeVinny, Mark Amadale. Out of the timeout, Dowling with the basketball. A shot no good. Rebound saved from going out of bounds by Emma Gipple. Now they get out the Bulls for three. It's good. Right over Jimphy. Lexi Bulls with her 20th point of the night. It's a big basket to get the Maroons back within three. Just under five minutes to go in the ballgame. Nice play and nice execution. That's Bulls' second three of the night. And that is just her fifth of the year. So she's hit two of her five in this contest. You know, Mark, all night long in the scouting report, Johnston has laid off our three-point shooters. Almost begged the Maroons to shoot those shots from beyond the arc all night. And the statistics back that up. And that uh, that makes sense. Now here's Jimphy with it. Backs in against Bowles. They kick it out to Tanky for three, and it's good, just like that. Tanky with her 18th point for the freshman. That's her first three of the night. Talented player. Down six here. Here's Gipple. Down the left nice side. Spin. Shot the glass. Good. Right around. Jellick nice. goes into Gipple. Nice spin move by Gip. She's got 13 points. And it's 62-58. Johnson over Dowling. Under four minutes remaining. Fourth quarter. Quarter three. Good. By the Dragons. Left alone was Molly Nelk and a timeout Dowling. You know, this is reminiscent of what happened in the fourth quarter of the other night against Centennial, Mark. We'll take a one-minute break, a full timeout with Johnson leading 65-58, 3.50 remaining fourth quarter. Back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. 
This is Matt Wilkham, Executive Director for Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for the many gifts and notes of encouragement we receive every day from listeners who are impacted by the positive message on Iowa Catholic Radio. Remember, our Spring Carathon starts Monday, February 22nd. Please prayerfully consider a pledge of $30 a month by calling 515-223-1150 or at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you again, and may God bless you for your generosity. Head back once again here at the Dowling Gym, Mark Amadeo and Steve Devinney. Out of the timeout, a corner three no good by McVeigh and Jimphy with the rebound for Johnston. Dragons lead by seven with three and a half minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. Bruins got a good look at it. McVeigh was uh, knocking down threes. Back comes the Dragons and knocking down a three that rolls around and through is Buchan. Zoe Buchan with her third or fourth three of the night. She's got 14 points all in the second half, Steve. Yeah, yeah, not much you can say. I mean, uh, they all of a sudden have caught fire from beyond the arc. And here is McVeigh for three. It's no good. Rebound Molly Nelk, the sophomore with the rebound. One and done for the Maroons. Yep. Buchan with the rebound, or with the ball, and gets it to uh, Jimphy. They're going to play catch in the perimeter. Dowling kind of in their scramble defense, if you will. Leading by 10 is Johnston with 2.50 remaining. Buchan with it, out to... Jellick. Buchan and Jellick, that's part of the coaching staff. Yep. Chad, the head coach, and the Buchan's dad, Brad, the other assistant for Johnston. Mark Hine, also on the bench. A team that won 22 straight games before Johnson, before Waukee. It got them last week. and They take some air out of the basketball, and then they put up a three by Nelk that's good. And she come on fire. She's got 10 points off the bench. A full timeout called by Dowling. We'll take a one-minute break. With 2.23 remaining in the fourth quarter, 71-58. Johnson leading Dowling here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And back at the Dowling Gym out of the Maroon timeout. They have one left. The Maroons have the basketball. Julia Moore for three in the corner. It's good. So, Julia Moore, Dowling hasn't quit yet. Shoots and scores. You know they won't quit, but now they're going to have to start doing some fouling. They only have uh, three team fouls. They're going to have to foul in a hurry to get the Dragons to the line. McVeigh picks up the foul. That's her second. Team fourth, we're going to see a lot of fouling going on here in the in the next uh, 
few seconds of this ball game. The basket by Moore was her 10th point tonight. She's hit a pair of threes, a two-point basket, and two for five at the free throw line is Julia. 71-61, Johnston, dragging it across the timeline. Buchan leaves it underneath for Riley and a foul on the pass. Good foul by Bowles before the shot. So on Lexi, her second. Team fifth. Got one game in the books tonight, and it was uh, the Valley Girls defeating Urbandale 55-35 at the Valley. Must have been a matinee game, Mark. Yeah, they started at five also. Okay. And now Johnson with the ball. Runs with their 15 foul. Johnson with 14 fouls. Timeouts. Dragons have three. Dowling has one. Riley with it. Down the lane, and she draws the foul. Oh, now they're going to call a shooting foul. Yeah, they are. Gee whiz, I thought it was before the shot. Bowles picks up the foul. That's her third. Well, number 23, Riley, will have a couple free throw attempts. Aaliyah Riley, a 69% free throw shooter on the season, looking for her first point tonight. And the free throw is good. Aaliyah, another freshman. They dress three freshmen and they play them. Does Chad Jellick. The defending 5A champs, Coach Jellick in his ninth year at Johnson, was at Mason City for a while. Then he was the assistant over at Waukee before getting the head coach when Coach Gradeville retired at Johnston. They haven't missed here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, 73-61. Johnston with the lead. The ball poked out of bounds by good hustle by Eileen Tanky. Yeah, they're a a, uh, 74% shooting free throw team. And they can knock him down. Now the ball entered and a foul. Nelk. And so Nelk will pick up the foul her first. Foul number five. Yep. Five on Johnson. Dowling with six. Got to go quick here, Merlin. for three. It's off the mark. No good. Ball Wishman. Tipped, tipped in the hands to Wishman. And the putback, no good. Ball goes out of bounds. We'll give it to Dowling. Yeah. Having to shoot over the outstretched arms of uh, GP. For those guards created problems on both of our attempts there in that possession. Right, Tobias in. So the Maroons are going to get their shooters in. They take more out. Touch Julius. Done a pretty good job shooting. She, yeah, Who do you take out? They're yeah. all shooters. 73-61. Johnson with their largest lead of 12 points right now over Dowling. Second-ranked Je- Dragons and ninth-ranked Maroons here in the girls' game. Underneath Bowles. Her shot up but no good. Nice pass that time by the Maroons. But Great pass by Gift. Couldn't get it to count. 23. Riley. Riley picks up the foul. Team six. So Bowles will go to the line. She has 20 points to lead Dowling tonight. Yeah, for the Maroons to have much hope, you have to make baskets or make points, rather, with the clock stopped. So that was a big play. First free throw is good. There's more back in for the Maroons. Offensive, defensive. And Wishman will sit down. Second free throw by the left-hander. Bowles is good. She has 22 points to lead Dowling tonight. 73-63 Dragons. And now across the timeline, Nelk is double team and a timeout called by Chad Jellick and the Johnston Dragons. And it'll have to be a minute because they used all their 30s in the first half. We'll take a one-minute break. 73-63 Johnston with 58 seconds remaining here at the Dowling Gym along with Steve Devenny, Mark Amadale here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym as Johnson inbounds the ball after calling timeout. And the Maroons commit the foul. I think whistle it on McVeigh. That was uh, Bailey. Oh, Bailey's in there, number As 25. you said, first and 10, it was quite a collision. <laughs> it was. And now uh, Riley oh. will have a one and a bonus here for the Dragons. Leah Riley, two for two at the free throw line. First one up and good. Her freshman knocking them down to close out games for the Dragons. You wonder why they shoot 75%. Yeah, very, very talented team, very skilled in terms of their shooting. We've, we witnessed that tonight. Second free throw, no good. Dowling with the rebound, and that is Lexi Bowles. Got to go quick. Let's get the ball down court. There Tobias with it for three. It's no good. Too strong, and Tobias gets her own rebound. Make it or miss it, you got to go quick. Underneath McVeigh, and she's guarded by Buchan. It's stolen away. Loses the ball, and McVeigh. Buchan has in the backcourt with 35 seconds. Here's Jimsy with it, and she's fouled by Julia Moore. That'll be her third. Now, I talked to Coach Jellick, Chad Jellick, ninth year at Johnson. I talked to him earlier. He says, Mark, I actually have seven starters. I said, well, how do you decide that? He says, well, sometimes in practice, sometimes by feel, sometimes by matchup. And you can see why. He's got 10 kids that contribute and maybe more. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, we talked about the depth early on tonight. They sure have it. Jimfrey's free throw is no good, but rebounded by Johnston. They work underneath, and a shot off the glass rolls through by Molly Nelk. And Nelk off the bench with 12 points, and it's 76-63. Johnston by 13. It's their largest lead of the night. And now a shot no good by Dowling. And that might do it. Both teams may call off the press and the fouls. We'll see. 76-63. Number two, Johnson, leading number nine, Dowling. Both teams advance to the postseason. They'll play one week from tomorrow. Dowling will get the winner of the Cedar Rapids Prairie and Lindmar game, which will be played Wednesday. And Johnson, they will play Gilbert on Tuesday. They're 10th ranked in 4A and then host Des Moines Lincoln. Final score, 73-76-63. Johnson with the win over Dowling Catholic. The Maroons record. Falls to 9-6, and six, and that's what they'll go to postseason with. They are the number two seed in their region with Cedar Rapids-Washington, the eighth seed overall with a record of 12-2. and two. That would be their region. For Johnson, they improved their record of 13-1, and one, and they will move on to postseason play. They'll host Des Moines-Lincoln next Saturday night on Saturday, February 20th, and the game will start at 7 o'clock at Johnson. We'll take a break, come back with the postgame show along with Steve Devenny. I'm Mark Amadale. Final score. 
for the uh, girls' contest. In Class 5A, a CIML Central Conference matchup, second time these two teams have met, and Johnson sweeps the series as they defeat Dowling 76-63. We'll start our postgame show when we return here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. When you do, you get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadil along with Steve Devenny as our final score in game one of our girl boy doubleheader. It was the Johnson Dragons, uh, second-ranked and defending state champs in Class 5A, knocking off the Dowling Catholic Gals, who are ranked ninth in 5A. Final score, 76-63 to 63 here at the Dowling Gym. And uh, Mr. Devaney, it was all Johnson. More of the Maroons got it tied. They were with them at halftime. We were uh, went into halftime tied at 37. Maroons closed it down in the third quarter, but they just couldn't get over the hump because Johnson kept firing so many missiles at the Maroons, and they answered the bell each and every time. Uh, hats off to uh, Chad Jellick and the Dragons. Yeah. If you want to uh, pull out the tape of uh, the Centennial game the other night on Tuesday, three nights ago, these were almost identical. Maroons played their tails off both games. Uh, to no fault of their own, the other team just happened to get red hot there in the fourth quarter. Uh, Johnston Dragons in the fourth quarter had one, two, three, four, five three-pointers. And uh, just a barrage. I mean, it was... The Maroons really, really went toe-to-toe with these guys, but uh, but Johnston Dragons got super hot from a, from a bunch of kids that really hadn't contributed that much previously in the game, and uh, that was the difference. Tip your cap to these guys. That's why they're number two in the state, and uh, Maroons just got to keep fighting. It's a good ball club still. Yes, they are, and they both are, and they both have uh, games remaining. For Johnston, they have a, a girls' contest on Tuesday night. They will host number 10 out of Class 4A Gilbert, That'll be at 6.15 at the Johnson Gym. And then uh, next Saturday, a week from tomorrow, they will host Des Moines Lincoln to start the 5A regional semifinals. And that'll be a 7 o'clock tip-off. Johnson's uh, other side of that bracket has number 14, Indianola. They're the two-seed in that region. And they will get the winner of Council Bluffs Lincoln and Council Bluffs Jefferson. That game will be Wednesday, and the winner will meet Indianola next Saturday. For Dowling Catholic, this is their final regular season game. The Maroons will have eight days off. And they will host the winner of Wednesday's game between Linmar of Marion with a record of 9-7 and seven and Cedar Rapids Prairie, the Prairie Hawks, with a record of 7-8. and eight. That'll be one week from tomorrow here at the Dowling Gym. We'll have that game on Iowa Catholic Radio. And CISN, I believe, is also going to simulcast. That'll be, uh, again, on uh, Saturday 
February 20th. And we'll be on the air at 645 with the 7 o'clock tip. And, of course, the winner of the Dowling Regional, if the Maroons are successful, they'll take on and have to travel to Cedar Rapids, Washington. They're the top team in that bracket. They're ranked eighth with a record of 12-2. and two. So Dowling's pathway to state goes through eastern Iowa. Johnston comes right through central Iowa, uh, apparently, unless uh, you know, Indianola or Council Bluffs have something to say, but they'll get a host. And uh, Dowling went the free throw line tonight 22 times, Steve. 14 yeah. out of 22. Dragons with the free throw line 14 times. And that's usually a mark of if you go and, and make more free throws than the opponent attempts. The Maroons almost did that. Dowling 14 out of 22 at the line. Johnston 9 of 14, so that kind of evened off there. Yep. As we said, great game. Maroons held it close, and then the other team, uh, Dragons, just really caught fire late, and uh, that was the difference. All right, score, run through scoring before we uh, take a break. As the boys' teams are out there, they'll get the rematch. And we'll start with Johnston, as uh, the Dragons were led by Jada Jimphy. She had 21 points at halftime, hit a three-pointer in the third quarter, didn't score the rest of the night. She leads Johnston with 24 points. Jimphy, the 6'1 junior. She was followed by Eileen Tanky, the 5'11 freshman, with 18 points. 14 points for Zoe Buchan, all in the second half. 12 points for Molly Nelk. The round out scoring for Johnson, three points each for Kinsey Jellick and uh, Aaliyah Riley off the bench with three points. Two points for Emma Hampton off the bench. And the Dragons starter, Anna Gosling, did not score. Came in averaging eight and a half, did not score. Again, Johnson went nine of 14 unofficially at the free throw line. And uh, Steve, you got to look at the Dowling scoring tonight. Yeah, it looks like they were led tonight with Lexi Bowles, 22. Very, very uh, excellent game for her. They couldn't really, they didn't really have an answer for her. She was uh, good from the charity stripe as well. Next was Gipple with 13. Julia Moore had 10 off the bench, played very, very aggressively, which is what the Maroons needed from her. McVeigh had eight on the first half. Tobias chipped in with seven. And uh, Olivia Bailey uh, had three uh, all on free throws to round out the scoring for the Maroons. All right, Steve, we appreciate your help and uh, have fun on vacation. We'll talk to you hopefully at the girls' state basketball tournament. You're going to go on a hiatus with right now. Well, you know, if, 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 I, if I go on vacation <laughs> and you name my replacement and you win two games and get there, my career, my career could be over. I mean, I, and I'm ready to face it, you know, if that's the reality. But uh, good luck when I'm gone. Let's get a couple W's, and I'll see you down there at the uh, at the well. Exactly. You know, I almost got Wally Pitt while I was oh, off I with, with COVID by Joe Stacy, and Steve, I survived. I'm I think you. you will, too, whoever I put in this hot seat. Joe Stacy, man. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up. we got to get to the pregame for the boys. Thanks, Mark. Steve Devinney, my broadcast partner for Game 1, and we appreciate all his help. We'll take a break and come back with the start of the boys contest we'll preview that mike swain will join me again the final in game one it's the uh, johnson dragons defeating dowling 76 to 63 the dragons go to 13 and 1 dowling falls to 9 and 6 we'll be back with the preview of the boys contest here on iowa catholic radio and cisn thank you construction professionals for underwriting our show man up heard mondays at 9 a.m and 9 p.m Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Gym for game number two here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Mark Amadil now joined by Mike Swaim as we get set for the boys' contest. And uh, what a thrilling girls' game we had. A couple of the top ten girls' teams. And now we got the rematch, Dowling and Johnson on the boys' side. And Swimmer, thanks for joining us tonight. And I'll tell you what, I talked with uh, Coach Wagner, the Dowling assistant boys' coach at halftime. Two teams that are very similar, size, strength, inside, outside, they can bang. And let's see if Dowling's hot shooting continues. And let's see how this Johnson team reacts because uh, they're one of the top five teams in the state all season as uh, Brian Frick in his second year at Johnson. He has hope from some guy named Woodley, Andy Woodley, won a state title at City High back when you were at Des Moines Lincoln. Yeah, that's uh, right. They're pretty knowledgeable over there in that Johnson staff. Pretty knowledgeable. That's a that's a heck of an assistant coach to have. <laughs> he, uh, he's worked he's out a well. good one. Uh, yeah, you know, look, Dowling has got to be feeling really good, Mark. They they their confidence level is high. Yes. If as if uh, yeah. that's what we need to say right now. So they should have a, a lot of motivation coming into tonight. You look at the last game, Mark, when they played Johnson. Johnson was up by 17 at halftime. The game was essentially over at that point. And uh, so this is, uh, this is going to be a big test. This Johnson team is, is loaded. They're really good. Uh, they're, one of the, they're the only team who has beaten Waukee here in the state of Iowa. Obviously, Waukee got beat by uh, Bellevue. ranked Bellevue yeah. nationally yeah. Uh, the other night. But uh, this Waukee team, uh, this, excuse me, this Johnson team is, is really good. They're, they're solidly coached. They've got good shooters. They can go inside. It's going to be one of the teams that matches up well with Dowling's height as well. So this is going to be a big challenge. Yeah, it certainly will. And I know we'll get the keys to the game here shortly, but uh, Mike, you look at it, and we'll start with Johnston. Uh, they come in record of 8-2, and two, and uh, they've lost because they split with two teams in the CIML Central Conference, as Dowling's a member of that. Uh, they split with Waukee and Valley, and both times won on their court. They won at, they won at Waukee, and they won at Valley, and you don't do that very often. Yeah, no question about it. I mean, talk about two losses to have, one to Waukee and one to Valley. Uh, you know, both teams being ranked, and uh, Valley's the number one seed in their sub-state. Uh, Waukee's the number one seed in their sub-state, and Johnson, I believe, is the number one seed in their sub-state. That is correct. Yeah, so uh, it's uh, the, the CIML Central is loaded. And a lot of good teams. Every night you have to bring it. And we saw that the other night. Centennial was just a little bit off. They were playing shorthanded with their point guard, Cruz, who was hurt, and their other guard, who was who was out, didn't play at all. And uh, Dowling just took it to them. They dominated the game. And this is a, a Centennial team that has won a lot of games this year. So uh, this is a, a just a battle here in this conference, and it should be a great one tonight. Certainly will. Last year, these two teams did split as uh, Johnson leads the series over Dowling. These two teams have been in the same division of the CIML, the Central Conference, 
uh, going back to 2007. They play each other twice a year, and every once in a while you play that third time in postseason. Uh, Johnson leading the series 16-14, but the Dragons have won four out of their last five. Uh, last year they split. Dowling won at Johnston 54-38, and Johnston won here 60-55. to So they can go back and forth. And, uh, of course, the last meeting was held on that Saturday uh, with uh, – January 16th, that was a Friday night. We had the snow. They played and rescheduled on Saturday, and Johnson beat Dowling at Johnston by the score of 58-43. So the tail of the tape, these teams kind of match up, but uh, this year the Dragons had a lot of success, and their only two losses were two teams now in the top five. And let's see how Dowling responds. Can they keep up their uh, hot shooting? Can they match up with the Dragons and sustain an effort without getting them too much foul trouble? That's a lot of common denominators. And, Coach Swaim, how do you see some of this uh, before we get to our keys? I know we got to go to a break here. Well, I think the biggest thing for Dowling is, first of all, you mentioned it, Mark. They, they have uh, they've stayed out of foul trouble. They're healthy now with Riedel back, their coaching staff back, mm-hmm. and they're doing such a better job moving the ball on offense. They're, they're finding guys. They're working that thing inside out. When I say that, Mark, they're either getting inside the paint on a dribble or they're, they're passing that into the post then getting kicked out for threes, and what they're doing is they're making threes. Yeah. So that's been the big change here in the last three or four games with Dowling. We'll take a break, come back with the starting lineups and our keys to the game here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Dowling and Johnson, game two. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym as we introduce the starting lineups for Game 2. It's Johnston and Dowling here at the Dowling Gym. Game 1 was won by the Johnston girls, 76-63 over Dowling. The Johnston girls ranked second. Dowling girls ranked ninth. And uh, we'll go to Mike Swing with our Keys to the Game. That's presented by DeArmond Ford Indianola, a family-led business guided by their core values of hard work, trust, honesty, and integrity. Check out the all-new DeArmond Ford in Indianola at DeArmondFord.com. Mike Swain, the keys to the game. We'll start with the Johnson Dragon Boys. Mark, for the Johnson Boys, they, they've got to continue to dominate the boards. They've only been out-rebounded in one game all year. That's amazing to me how they, they just control both offensively and defensively. And they've got to take care of the ball. They're only averaging 11 turnovers. The other night in the win, they, they had five turnovers. This is a team that doesn't beat themselves. And then when you look at for Dowling, They've got to get the game in the 50s or 60s. Dowling only has one win when scoring less than than 50 points. And then continue the balanced scoring. Mark, they had four guys in double figures the other night. They were like one basket short of having five guys in double figures. Dowling needs to continue to get scoring from all of their players, including the bench. That is our keys to the game presented by DeArmond Ford Indianola. Thanks to Mike Swain. 
Garmin Ford, a family-led business guided by their core values of hard work, trust, honesty, and integrity. And check out the all-new Garmin Ford in Indianola at DearmanFord.com. Now for the starting lineups. First of all, for the visitors from Johnston, head coach is Brian Frick. He's assisted by Andy Woodley, who won a state title at City High back in the day. And uh, Josh Kennedy, Dragons come in with a record of 8-2 and two and rank fourth in Class 4-8. The Dragons have won eight of their last nine games. And they'll start at one guard, Trey Lewis. Lewis, a 5'11 junior, averaging 12.5 points. He'll wear number three. The other guard is Steven Kramer. Kramer, a 6'5 junior, averaging 12.5 points. He'll wear number five. And the third guard is Reed Grant. Grant, a 6'3 senior, averaging 12.5 points. He'll wear number 10 at one forward, Carter Borwick. Borwick, a 6'3 senior, averaging six points, four and a half rebounds. He'll wear number 22. And finally... The man in the middle for Johnson is Max Rocky, a 6'7 senior, averaging 7.5 points, 9 rebounds, and he'll wear number 44. So Lewis, Kramer, Grant, and Rocky and Borwick, the five starters for Johnston. As Johnston comes in, averaging 57.5 points, give up 44 points. Now for Dowling Catholic, the head coach, Michael Connor, assisted by Nick Wagner and Jimmy Nahas. Maroons will start their starting five. They started last week, or last uh, Tuesday night. Sam Hughes, a 6'1 senior. Average is 6.5 points, so we're number 12. The other guard for Dowling is Simon Daniel. Daniel, a 6'2 senior, averaging 5.5 points, so we're number 22. The third guard is Matt Riedel. Riedel, a 6'4 senior, averaging 12 points, wearing number 24. At forward for Dowling, Jack Gretke, at 6'10 senior, averaging 9.5 points, leads the team with 24 made three, so we're number 14. And Ryan Riggs is jumping center right now at number 20. The 6'8 senior, averaging 13.5 points and 5.5 rebounds. And Riggs? Wins the tip, and we're underway here, Swamer. Mark, let's see how the officials call, especially the post play. I'm interested to see how they're going to do that. If one guy gets in foul trouble, that could really affect the game. And now a turnover by Dowling and Trey Lewis with an uncontested layup. Two to nothing, Dragons, and full court pressure after made baskets by Johnston. Yeah, Johnston's going to get out in passing lanes, and not a great start for Dowling. They took care of the ball so well against Centennial. Already an early turnover. Riedel dribbles in the baseline. Now they kick it out to Simon Daniel for three. It's no good. Fight for the rebound. A loose ball fall on Riggs. Well, that's one I think Coach O'Connor is okay with. Uh, Riggs was going for the, the rebound that time. It's those fouls away from the ball in the backcourt where you don't want to have him pick up a cheap one. So Riggs, foul number one. Comes in averaging 13.5 points, 5.5 rebounds. Leads the team with 17 blocks. And shooting 59% from the field. And now Lewis for three. It's good. Oh, my goodness. They open up hot. Lewis is two for two, and that's his first three. Now, this is not what Dowling wanted to see. Again, we mentioned, Mark, that they got jumped in the first half last time these time teams played. They were down by 17, already down five here. Now in the lane, a shot up and good by Ryan Riggs. So Riggs scores for Dowling. It's five to two, Johnston. Dragons jumped out to a 5-0 lead, and Dowling responds. And now here are the Dragons with it. They go left to right. Carter Borwick with it. Ends it off to Lewis in the lane. His shot no good. Offensive rebound, Rocky, and a whistle. And the ball goes out of bounds off of Rocky. It's, that's a great play by Matt Riedel, knocking that ball off of Rocky's leg. And the official was right there to get it. Max Rocky dabbles with men's volleyball, club volleyball. If your players ever do that at Des Moines Christian or Des Moines Lincoln, there, uh, not. I, I had some athletes that could have, though. But, uh-huh. uh, no, I, that's, I like that. That's a sport that's taken off at Grandview University, men's and women's volleyball. Men's with a national title. But, yeah, Rocky Devils, so does Cronloggy, Tyler Cronloggy. In the lane, real shot, that's good. Nice little just cut off of Ryan Riggs that time. 
sort of a natural pick there, and Riedel with an easy bucket inside. Five to four. Johnson with the lead, and now a fadeaway shot no good. Rebound Dowling. Here's Riedel with it. Down the lane he goes, loses the ball, and a foul called. They may get Trey Lewis for the foul here. We'll see. Oh, nice little bit of ball handling by Matt Riedel that time, almost going coast to coast. <laughs> well, Riedel's that spark plug, the straw that stirs the drink, if you will, for Dowling. He was out uh, for several games with uh, COVID protocol. Riedel inbounds the ball, and it's kicked out of bounds by the Dragons. Borwick forces it out. Dowling's been really effective with their out-of-bounds plays the last couple games. Now they get it into Greta Key for three in the corner. Missed everything. No good. Rebound Rocky and Johnson. That might have been tipped, Mark. I'm not sure. Dragons in transition. Here's Borwick with it to Reed Grant down the lane. And now ball tipped out of bounds by Greta Key. Turnabout's fair play. Yeah, good defense. Dowling's tightened up their man-to-man defense here the last couple possessions. Dragons inbound the ball. They get it to Rocky. Trying to set it up for uh, Reed Grant. Well defended by Simon Daniel. To deny him the three. Now Court Borwick, dribble handoff goes to Kramer, and he's cut off nicely by Riedel. They lob it inside to Rocky, guarded by Riggs, trying to get his second foul. His shot up and no good, gets his own rebound, and his shot up and too strong, knocked out of bounds by Johnston. And I'll tell you what, Rocky and Riggs going at it. That's a great match. Good battle, and that time Rocky had two shots at it. Couldn't do it. Both shots were contested, but a couple good looks. Five to four, Johnson with the lead here in Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Mark Amadale, Mike Swain for game two. And now here's a steal. Steal at half court. It's Borwick with the steal, stolen back by Riedel. Matt with it, dribbling in the front court for Dowling. He's in the corner for Daniel. Simon for three. It's in and out, no good. Fight for the rebound, and Johnson comes away with it. Riggs has picked up a foul. He got him with his hip, and that'll be his second. Yeah, no, they got, they're going to get Riedel on that one. Oh, they got a break there. Riedel with yeah, the foul. Yeah, I, I thought Riedel reached in there. Uh, they could have went to Riggs, but that's good that they didn't. Yeah, because Ryan looked up and he said, got it with my hip. I yeah. Mean, he ran into my hip, and uh, it's on Riedel, his first. So team foul number two on Dowling, one on Johnston. Under five minutes remaining here, first quarter. Lewis with it, kicks it over in the corner. This is Kramer for three. Left baseline three, no good. Rebound Dowling and Riggs. One and done is Johnson. Here's Riedel with it. Behind the back. At the basket. It shot off the glass too, too short. And the rebound comes out to Johnson and Steven Kramer. Out to Reed Grant. Guarded by Daniel. Kramer on the right side. His shot blocked. Gretke might have got a piece of it. In the corner goes for three. It's no good. That's Borwick with the miss. Dowling with the rebound to Gretke. He'll shoot the three and a catch and shoot. It's good. Gretke with his 35th or 25th three of the year. And it's 7-5, Dowling with his first lead here, Mike. Really nice job of Gretke running the floor. Good recognition by Hughes spotting his teammate up ahead. All right, this is Kramer. Spins, leaves in the corner for Borwick for three, and he drills it from the left baseline three. He missed that last one pretty badly that time right in the hoop. It's his seventh three of the year. He comes in averaging six points, this Carter Borwick. Underneath it, feed it to Simon Daniel, and he scores. Who made that pass there, Mike? Ryan Riggs with a really nice feed. He was double teamed and a good cut by Simon Daniel. That's what we're talking about with that ball movement that Dowling's having. Lewis for three is no good, and now they're going to get a loose ball foul on Kramer. And on Steven, that'll be his first. Team foul number two on Johnson. So both teams. Yeah, really aggressive, Mark. I mean, we've already got four team fouls in it. I've seen a couple more fouls on the floor that could have been called. So this is, uh, I, I like the pace right now. 
All right, sitting down for Johnson Carter Borwick. Greta Key and Simon Daniel will sit down for Dowling. Mikey Chase in for the first time tonight for Dowling, as is Jalen Moses for the Maroons. Moses wears number 40. Dowling going right to left in their home white uniforms towards the south basket. And here's Riggs, top of the key. Hands it off to Hughes. Back to Riggs. He'll launch the three. Right wing. It's in and out no good. And a rebound out to Johnston. Here's Runyon in the ball game. Jacob Runyon came off the bench. And on transition, a three-pointer good. That's Reed Grant yeah, that's for three. Easy. Nobody, nobody picked up Grant. Third three of the night for Johnson. They lead it 11-9 as we trade baskets here. Mark, he's shooting like 47% from the field. I mean, you got to know where he's at. Look at that catch and shoot. Backdoor cut by Reed. This shot is blocked by Rocky. Into the hands of Johnston. Dragons in transition. This is Reed Grant underneath the Rocky. And it goes off his... Uh, Hands out of bounds to Dowling. Well, how about the hustle by Riggs to get a hand on that ball, and it ended up going off of Rocky. So look what looked like a layup is going the other way. So do you have the block shot transition drill? Because that's what happened for Johnston <laughs> that's exactly there. exactly what happened And there. they almost got Rocky free, but Riggs <laughs> hustle got back. Block shot hustle transition drill. Here's Moses with it for Dowling. Jalen off the bench. At 12 points the other night a week ago against Johnson. And now Mikey Chase loses the basketball. Stolen away by Runyon down court. Two on one fast break. They say they underneath the Kramer. His shot is no good. He drew the foul. Yeah, what a flurry there. That is going to be on Ryan Riggs. And that will be his second mark. All right. So two fouls on Riggs. Andrew Lynch already at the scorer's table to come in for Riggs. Michael Connor. See how long this lasts here. With 221 remaining here in the. First quarter, Ryan Riggs picks up his second foul. Three-team fouls on Dowling. Free throws coming for Johnson, and that is Stephen Kramer hitting the first. That's his first point of the night. Comes in averaging 12 and a half. And a 78% free throw shooter on the season. Already five turnovers for Dowling, Mark, in this first quarter. They've done such a good job of taking care of the ball the last couple games. But this Johnson defense, a lot of steals, giving these guards... A lot of problems. Second free throw, no good by Kramer. A rare miss. Rebound, Dowling. Moses with the rebound. Mikey Chase in the front court to Riedel. Riedel guarded by Reed Grant. Gets it over to Moses. Johnson now with uh, Rocky out. They're a little bit smaller lineup here. Coach Swain, we'll see how this goes. Here's Moses backing in against Mason Ryan. Now they work in the corner. And we've got traveling on Dowling. That'll be called on Hughes. Yeah, the pass was just a little low for Hughes to handle. Lynch was being double teamed down there and ultimately resulted in the turnover. Lynch in at center for Dowling, replacing Riggs. And Max Rocky out. I wonder if they'll move Kramer to the post for the Dragons. We'll see how that works out on defense. 12-9 to Johnson. Here's a three-pointer. Top of the key. Good. I read Grant the timeout call. That's his second three of the night. Yeah. And we'll Coach keep O'Connor it here. I did think not like a, that. That was definitely a three-pointer. Yeah, I think it's a 30-second timeout. It is a 30-second. We'll keep it here. Minute 41 remaining here in the first quarter. 15-9. to nine. Johnson with a lead over Dowling. This is their largest lead, Johnson, by six. Dragons come in. Fourth rank with a record of eight and two. They've won eight of the last nine games. Dowling's won five of their last nine games. Maroons are just three and five against top. 10 class 4A teams and uh, not that it means anything but uh, I'll tell you what it means you're playing pretty tough competition there's no question about it and I I think you know there's been some good things here Mark Uh, they've been able to move the ball I think they've done a decent job on the boards but the turnovers have really hurt them and then just lapses in defense not finding Grant 
for you know wide open threes that has led to this six point lead by Johnston. Right out of the Dowling timeout. It's the first timeout of the contest. It was a 30-second break. Dowling with the basketball. They work it in the front court, and that's Hughes with it. Gets it over to Mikey Chase, who stays in the ball game. Chase looking inside to Lynch. Gets it on the baseline. Andrew, the head fake, backs his way in. It's shot up, and it's blocked over the backboard. Out of bounds to Dowling because it was a blocked shot. I think who got that was uh, Kramer who's yeah. guarding the post for Dowling with the smaller lineup. Yeah, the officials are talking. They weren't quite sure yeah. if that was a block or not. It clearly was a block and should be Dowling's ball. <laughs> Coach Frick's kind of arguing the case. And, uh, yeah, they'll talk about it. Dowling retains possession, 15-9. to Johnson leads, minute 15 remaining first quarter. Now they're working inside the ledge. Shot no good over Kramer. Rebound comes out to the Dragons. They go left to right towards the north basket in their road purple uniforms. With uh, gold numbers are the Johnson Dragons. And the lane is running. He kicks it out on the perimeter to Mason Ryan. Now, long three, top of the key. It's no good by Grant. And a whistle and a loose ball foul on Dowling. They might get Moses for that. And I think they are going to get Moses. At time, not much of a blockout. Push off, yep. So, Jalen picks up his first foul. And we've got four team fouls on Dowling, two on Johnson. Dragons inbound the ball. This is Reed Grant. Yeah, now we got an illegal screen called on Mason Ryan, I believe. That was Whatever. easy. That was an easy call. You could see that from up here. Just sort of held Sam Hughes. You think with the clock not running, you were able to do that. But when you found the ball, you can't do that. No, can't do that. Johnson bringing some pressure here. Yes, they are. Just really harassing the guards, and it's paid off into these turnovers. 55 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. We want to thank our supporters here on Iowa Catholic Radio. They include Ashworth Vision Clinic, Dental Associates, and Construction Professionals. Been around all season long, including our football broadcasts. Runes with the basketball. Like going to hold for one. Mark, Coach O'Connor, barking out some instructions. They got Riggs back in. And possession arrow favors Johnston. Let's see if they can hold it. Can you hold for 30 seconds against Johnston? His pressure is... Riggs is back in. Yeah. <laughs> with two fouls. They work at the Riedel. He's isolated on the right side. Now Chase joins him. Now he'll dribble to the top. Matt, left wing over to Chase. 15 seconds. Gretke and Hughes on the baselines. And now Gretke to, to Chase for three. It's off the mark. No good. Rebound Johnston. Here's Reed Grant with it with three seconds. Gets it over to Trey Lewis for three at the horn. It's no good. And we've come to the end of the first quarter with the score. Johnston, 15. Dowling Catholic, 9. And we'll take a break. Game one was won by the Johnson girls. Second-ranked Johnson defeated Dowling 76-63. A final there, and here it's 15-9. Johnson with the lead in the boys' contest over Dowling. Back in one minute on CISN and Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. 
Iowa Catholic Radio is now available on your smart speaker, like the Amazon Echo or the Echo Dot. All you have to do is set up the Iowa Catholic Radio skill. You can listen to Iowa Catholic Talk Radio or music radio whenever you want. Step one, say, Alexa, enable the Iowa Catholic Radio skill. Or enable it through your Alexa app. Step two, say, Alexa, open Iowa Catholic Radio. Step three, Alexa will give you a choice to listen to Iowa Catholic Radio Talk or Iowa Catholic Radio Music. Now enjoy listening to Iowa Catholic Radio through your smart speaker. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Himmadale, Mike Swaim under the second, here in the second quarter. Johnson with the ball first, a corner three up and no good by the Dragons. That was Carter Borwick who's back in after sitting down the last few minutes of the first quarter. Rebound Dowling. And here's Riedel off the glass and scores. Nice job, Matt Riedel with his fourth point. Mike. That was a tough shot, Mark. Over the outstretched hands of Rocky sort of fading away from the basket. 15 to 11. Johnson with the lead and now... The uh, Trey Lewis tried to hit uh, Rocky. I don't think Max was expecting the pass out of bounds to Dowling. Yeah, too hot to handle. And uh, again, just pressure by Dowling by Johnson results in a turnover there. Hughes throwing the pass and it hits the back of the backboard. Yeah, the Maroons inbound the ball and Hughes kind of got uh, the defense came and jumped on him and he got rid of it too quick. A little hot potato. Now backdoor cut by Rocky and the layup is no good. Good feed that time on the inbounds pass. Foul on Lynch of Dowling. Yeah, that was a really nice, well-designed play. A wide-open Rocky cutting to the basket. Riggs, or Lynch, lucky that that ball didn't drop for a three-point play. Johnson, one of two at the free-throw line in the first quarter. This will be their first attempts here in the second quarter, and Rocky hits the first free-throw. It's his first point of the night. He'll get another one. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by our good friends at Mercy One. And by Kemen, second free throw, good. So Max Rocky, leading rebounder, averages nine a game, leads the team with 20 steals and eight blocks, and a 46% free throw shooter makes them both. It's 17 to 11, Johnson by six. They match their largest lead, and now full court pressure, as you talked about, with Riggs back in the lineup with two fouls for Dowling. Yeah, I would continue to do this if I'm Johnson. It's just been troublesome for Dowling and Resulted in some easy baskets for Johnston. All right, Riedel with it. Matt skips the pass over in the corner to Simon Daniel for three. Good, and Simon's starting to heat up his first three of the night and his fifth point. 17-14. Johnston in the lane. Ball stolen away. That was Reed Grant had it stolen. Down court. Here's Gretke, and he puts it through. Lost the grip. Wanted to slam it home, but he lost the grip, and he has his fifth point. And it's a one-point Johnson lead. Mark, you said this could be a game of runs, and all of a sudden that's exactly what we're seeing, a little run by Dowling. I said it off air. You did say it off air. Now, now you said it on air. <laughs> Rocky underneath against Riggs. His shot's no good. Ball slapped around, and Lewis comes up with it for Johnston. They retain possessions and a one-point lead. Trey for three, no good. Top of the key, rebound, Redicky. Dowling with the ball. Gets it to uh, Riedel. Matt on the left side in the corner. To Hughes for three, and it's good. And Dowling with the lead. Bruce lead it by two and a corner three by Hughes. And, well, there's a 30-second timeout called here. How about Sam Hughes? Teresa Parmenter's grandmother up here harassing you before the game. 
and he knocks down a three. Mark, we talked about the other night with Centennial, and these threes start to drop. It's just like it's almost like a faucet's turned on, and you can't stop it. The water just keeps going. We had Simon Daniel, then we have Sam Hughes, and all of a sudden here are the threes raining in. Yeah, they certainly are. And you know, the Bruins, the last two games have knocked down 22 threes. Wins last Friday night against Urbandale on Tuesday night against Centennial. And they've cut their turnovers down to averaging 11 in those two games. Those are things you want to see. But here's a Johnson team that has not been out-rebounded but once this year. Yeah, no, they do a great job on the boards. And the other thing is they, they play really solid defense. I, I didn't think, you know, nine points in the first quarter. I'm like, that's not how we're going to get to 50 points where Dowling needs this game to be. Exactly. Bruins have outscored uh, Johnson 10-2 to here in the Second quarter, and now an empty possession there as Dowling comes away with the basketball. Here's Riedel in the lane and draws the foul. That'll be on Reed Grant, I believe, before the shot. Riedel hits the deck, and it's confirmed. So Grant with his first foul. Team foul number four on Johnston. Dowling with five team fouls. Both teams have four timeouts remaining at their disposal with 548 remaining here in the second quarter. Dowling by two. And runs inbound the ball. They get it into Lynch on the right block with uh, Riggs on the bench now. Corner three by Riedel is up and no good. And Lewis comes away with it for the Dragons. There's Johnson in transition. Now Lewis, oh, what a move there. He found an extra gear, went to the basket. It's no good on the shot. Lynch with the rebound. Lynch, back to Mikey Chase for three. It's no good. Rebound Lynch. Good rebound. He came out of nowhere, got caught underneath the basket, and threw it away. And a foul on Chase. So Mikey will pick up the foul. Now that was a great hustle play by Lynch, but he was double teamed, had nowhere to go, and all the white shirts were at half court, so he did, had nowhere to pass it to. Well, these two teams, uh, next play, Dowling plays tomorrow afternoon against Cedar Rapids Kennedy. Kennedy Cougars will come in with a record 12-6. and six. They won eight in a row, the hottest team in eastern Iowa. What a time for them to come to town. And... For Johnson, they'll travel to Fremont, Nebraska on Monday as a pull-up jumper is good by Kramer. And that is his third point, first field goal. Yeah, that was a nice little step-back shot by Kramer. It's 19-all. Under five minutes remaining here in the second quarter. Now Lynch for three. Ooh, no good. Lewis with the rebound. I don't think that's what Coach O'Connor wanted there. As Andrew felt, Rocky's not coming out to guard me. I'll shoot the three. I think Coach O'Connor is trying to just buy some minutes for Ryan Riggs. Here's Reed Grant for three. It's no good. Rebound on the weak side to Gretke. Jack with it. And Simon Daniel will bring it across the timeline. And Marin's really without their point guard out there. As Simon and Riedel are the two guards right now with Chase and Hughes out. Simon with the basketball. Coming off a ball screen by Lynch. Gets it back to Lynch. He'll fake the three. Give it back to Simon Daniel as they work the two-man game. Now to Gretke. They work the right side, Riedel, in the lane. Kicks it over the corner to Daniel for three. It's up. Good! Boy, has he got that silky spoon shot down. That is his shot, and I saw <laughs> Coach Frick just shake his head. He could see it from a mile away, and Simon Daniel buries it. Eighth point of the first half for Simon Daniel, leading Dowling. He's got his 17th three of the year. Now pull-up jumper no good by Kramer. Tip no good by Rocky, and the rebound to Lynch and Dowling. Maroons by three. This is Dowling's largest lead of the night. Now traveling on Gretke is he had the ball and lost his uh, dribble and pivot foot. Moses now and Hughes will check in with Lynch 
and Gretke sitting down here, Mike. Yeah, a lot of substitutions for Dowling as the Alzac is in as well. So trying to get some guys some breaks, and I thought Lynch did a really nice job, Mark, on the boards that time and also defending Rocky. Yeah, that's, uh, that's never easy. All right, in the lane, a shot up in no good by Johnston, and that was uh, Reed Grant with the miss, but the putback up and good, and that's Max Rocky just battling in there with Moses and and Riggs. Let's see who the foul's on. They're going to whistle it on Jalen Moses. That'll be his second. Well, it's so hard when Johnston gets down in that paint area and they throw a shot up. You have got to get a body on Rocky. You cannot let him get an offensive rebound, and that time Dowling did, and Rocky makes him pay with a three-point play. And he does. So for Rocky, that is his fifth point of the night, and it's 22-all Dowling and Johnson here with 3.15 remaining. Here in the second quarter from the Dowling gym, Mark Amadale and Mike Swayman. Now the Maroons on the Riedel pass goes out of bounds as Simon Daniel couldn't handle the pass. So... Maroons now, turnover starting to catch up with them. Yeah, they really are, Mark. I would say double digits at this point for turnovers for Dowling, and that's unfortunate. They are, are playing well enough offensively to stay in this thing. It's just 22 all, but these turnovers have really hurt. Tied at 22 with three minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Mark Hamadale, Mike Swaim, along with the CISN crew tonight as we simulcast on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Stephen Kramer with it for Johnson. Dribble drives on the left side of the lane. Finds a, a feeding walk. Carter Borwick. And he feeds in the pass. And he draws the foul on two free throws coming. Foul will be on Dowling and Jalen Moses. I did not think that he got his feet set. I thought he took an extra half step there, Mark, for the walk. But the official did not. So free throws coming for Carter Borwick. Has three points tonight. First one up and no good. He's a 66% free throw shooter on the year. It's Riggs back into the Dowling lineup and will replace uh, Moses. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and Construction Professionals. Second free throw coming for Carter Borwick. That's good. He goes one for two. He has four points. Let's see if John or Dowling can take advantage of Rocky being out. They brought in Riggs, so... Kramer, the smaller defender, is going to be on him. See if they can get the ball inside to him. They lob it into Riggs, and it shot up and good. Nice pass by Hughes to set that up. Wow, that's just great recognition by Dowling, knowing that Rocky's out and your big man's in. Now what he's got to do is try and stay away from getting that third foul mark. 24-23, Dowling retakes the lead. On the baseline is Jacob Runyon, number two, who's in there for Johnson, a 5'10 guard. Now underneath, they uh, get the pass to Borwick. He won't shoot it. Kicks it out to Kramer for three. It's no good. Tip is up and no good. And a loose ball foul on Dowling. Are they going to get Riedel for that? I think they've got Riggs. And that Ooh. is going to be his third. That will hurt. Riggs picks up foul number three here in the first half. Battling for a loose ball. That'll be the 19th foul on Dowling. 14 fouls on Johnston with 2.13 remaining. Free throws coming for Borwick again. And the free throw is good. One of the things you see, Mark, when that shot goes up, and there are four purple shirts in the paint always going to the glass. All right, second free throw coming as Lynch back in for Riggs. And the free throw is good. 25-24. 
Johnson with the lead as we approach two minutes remaining in the first half. Backdoor cut by Gretikini. Slams it home. What a pass by Simon Daniel. Wow. <laughs> Jack Gretikini with seven points. And Maroons retake the lead. 26-25. Johnson with the ball. Left to right in front of us. Here at the Dowling Gym. Final regular season girl boy doubleheader tonight. A corner three by the Dragons. No good by Mason Ryan off the bench. Weak side rebound. Put back by Kramer's no good, and Gretke with the rebound gets it to Lynch. Yeah, another rebound by Johnston, but just couldn't take advantage. Dowling by one in the basketball. Minute 20, minute 25 remaining. We've got a whistle and a foul away from the action. It'll be on Johnston, apparently. And they're going to whistle the foul on Stephen Kramer. That'll be his second. Yeah, I didn't really see the action. He, the referee is trying to explain it to Coach Frick now, but uh, I didn't see much there. It was away from the ball. It wasn't on the ball. Yeah, only the fifteen that foul for Johnson, though. Dowling, nine. You got another one to give. Runes inbounds the ball from the sideline across from us. Here's Riedel with it. Dribble handoff goes to Simon Daniel. Back to Riedel on the right side. Dribbles in the lane. Spins and turns and shoots. Leaves it short and a rebound Johnson and Steven Kramer. Pretty, the, yeah, pretty a guard on offense and a, and a defense. He plays the post. Yeah. Here's Runyon with it. Kicks it out to Kramer. In the corner it goes to Runyon. Ryan rather for three. Mason Ryan misses the three. It's no good. Ball slapped around. This might go off Sam and Daniel and it did. And another offensive possession here for Johnson after Dowling does a great job of forcing a, a three from from deep, Johnson's not able to hit, but Dowling can't corral the rebound. So Mason Ryan will check out. Six-foot junior. He's replaced by Max Rocky, the 6'7 senior. So the Dragons get their post player back in with this possession. 50 seconds remaining in the half. Not that Rocky's in foul trouble. He has none here in the first half. But uh, Coach Frick wants to get his big guy in there for this possession. Trey Lewis also back in there. He'll launch the three top of the key at Rolls through. It's short and it bounced through. And that was deep. <laughs> That's a couple feet out. Eighth point for uh, Trey Lewis. And it's 28-26. Johnson with the lead. And Maroons will try to hold for one. Possession arrow favors Dowling. Both teams have four timeouts each at their disposal. And the Dragons have a foul to give. They only have five team fouls. So we'll see if they use that to their advantage. There's Riedel dribbling into a double team. The ball slapped out of bounds. And... Reed Grant thought it was off a dowling hand of Riedel. They're going to get Riggs in here with eight seconds to go. Offense, defense. Yeah, Riggs has just got to be careful. Playing with three fouls. Cannot pick up another foul here. Like a cheap one over the back or going into a player with an offensive charge. Our halftime guest will be Audrey Faber, dowling assistant girls basketball coach. As the Maroons inbound the ball, not stolen away. Down court goes Reed Grant, and he lays it in. And the Dragons now have tied or have taken a four-point lead at halftime as Grant scores his eight points, and Johnson now leading Dowling 30-26 to 26 as things kind of fell off the handle there. That's just fantastic defense by Johnson. Uh, the, the tip, the steal, and then the a presence of mind by, by Grant to know where the, uh, the clock was and to score at the end of the half, uh, that's just you know, and, and what they've done defensively, creating these turnovers, Mark, has just been fantastic. 
for the Dragons now lead at halftime of the boys' contest, 30-26. to 26. We'll take a break along with Mike Swain. I'm Mark Amadale from the Dowling Gym tonight in uh, Game 2 of our girl-boy doubleheader. The girls' game won by Johnston, 76-63. And here in the boys' contest, it's Johnston 30, Dowling Catholic 26 here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym, halftime of the boys' contest. And it's Johnson leading Dowling 30-26. to 26, But what a game we had in game one of our girl-boy doubleheader as uh, Johnson defeated Dowling 76-63 in the girls' contest. Now joined by assistant coach for the first time this year, and that is yeah. Audrey Faber. Coach Faber, I mean, it was player Faber back yeah. for so many years. And what a run you had. The best memory I had was, besides the state tournament, the oh, state yeah. title, yeah, yeah. was the game at Southeast Polk. And we yeah. kind of talked, I said, where was that spot at, Coach, that you hit it at, at Southeast Polk to win the game in overtime? It was the right wing corner, I think. Corner. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that was a wild game. That was a fun one. <laughs> um, it was fun being back at Southeast Polk and yeah. kind of reliving that a little bit. And then you go off to college, go to Creighton, yes. play in the Big East. You're yeah. on the East Coast a lot. And yeah. You probably had a few more memories made there. Yeah. But uh, you're back, got, yeah. got out of college. But you and your sister Haley mm-hmm. living here. Your mom and dad bailed on you. They live in Omaha. Yeah, they're still in Omaha. What the yeah, heck? I know. I know. <laughs> your dad and mom came back, I think it was at Southeast Folk Games. Yep. Uh, to watch your little brother. Who was playing? Somebody Colin. Playing. Caitlin, the Colin Clark, that's Caitlin's right. little brother, yep. Your, your cousin, yep. that's right. I keep forgetting about that. He's I know, here. there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, Audrey, back on the Dowling, back at Dowling, yes. on the coaching staff, what do yes. you think? How about this group? I know, I love this group. I mean, they compete. We're, we're putting ourselves in a lot of games, which you love to see. Um, our defense is really strong, and, I mean, they just work hard every day, and, I mean, you can't ask for anything else. You know, the, the A-Centennial game, Tuesday night, and Coach Coach DeYoung is a defensive mm-hmm. guru, one yeah. of the head coaches around Central Iowa and the state. You knew it was going to be a little scoring, but tonight you saw Dowling kind of fight through that because Josh can do that too. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, you get them, you get them down, you get it tied, and they just they knock down threes and twos from players that haven't scored, and they are so deep. Yeah, they're they're a very deep team, and I mean, obviously that's a big concern when you play them. But I mean, I thought we did a good job in the first half of attacking them, getting them in foul trouble. Lexi was. Good in the first half on the offensive end, and um, I mean we're going to need her, especially in the postseason. Well, let's talk about that. Assistant yeah. coach at Dowling, who do you work with in practice? Because I got a feeling yeah. it has to be some of the post players. Yeah, definitely do a lot of work with Lexi. Um, 
I mean, try and help whoever. I mean, whoever wants extra help, um, just trying to. But I would definitely say Lexi for sure. I really like how uh, Lauren Frerichs plays. I know they play her in the post. And Gipple's kind of a combo player. She can play guard mm -hmm. at post. She's got the moves, the up and under. Yep. I think earlier in the year we had the issue with the changing of the pivot foot. Yeah. You know, getting that all figured I know, out. I know. <laughs> but uh, it, it's just amazing. You have Paige Hobbs I know you work with and uh, mm -hmm. probably Gipple and Olivia Bailey, yes. who I really like. I really like, and, uh, you know, she's got that, that – she's a type of gal. First of all, I think she's too nice. <laughs> right. So, so that's where she needs you. I know, right? You're, you're very I mean, nice, but when you get out on, between the lines, things change. That's, I know. That's, that's right. you gotta got to switch your mentality a little bit out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, it's got to be fun. And what made you decide to come back after graduation at Creighton? Yeah. Come back and uh, play uh, and coach here, Audrey Faber? I mean, obviously I've just been around basketball my whole life, so I was – kind of out of it for a year really missed it um and i mean what better place than to just come back right i mean kind of kind of nice that they welcomed me so easily and um you know i'm just thankful that they have welcomed me and i've had so much fun this group's been really fun obviously i've watched some of them play with caitlin throughout the years but just to get interact with them coach them it's been great Speaking of uh, your cousin, Caitlin, yes. what a night she had. I mean, uh, she's uh, insane, isn't she? It's, it's just amazing. <laughs> she's putting the same numbers here at Dowling her last four years, that, and she's doing her freshman year at Iowa. Yeah. And uh, I don't think the folks at uh, Nebraska like her very much last night. 39, okay. 39 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, I know. 6 made threes, and one of them was from Kearney, Nebraska. Right. It was. It oh, was. Goodness. Yeah, she's so fun to watch. So awesome to see her do so well. And, um Obviously, her number one fan always. Absolutely. Yeah. We're visiting with Audrey Faber, former Dowling All-Stater, and went on to the University of Creighton, mm -hmm. played in the Big East, now back coaching, assistant coach in the girls' program. And Audrey, they got a lot of memories. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. I, brought, I brought one to the table. Yeah, you the Southeast one. Polk double overtime yeah. win uh -huh. at Polk. Yeah, it's a is good that one. Your senior year. That was my senior, senior year. year. Okay. Yeah. You got any others you want to share from high Ooh. school? And I know that you had some great teams you played. Yes. You had some great group of young ladies. Yeah. I mean, obviously, winning state, you can't beat that, right? After we lose it the year before, yeah. I mean, that team was special. I mean, we had one goal, and that was to win state. And, I mean, obviously, that's top of the list. You can't beat that, right? I mean, no. that, that's definitely the best memory. But, obviously, played with great teams, have so many other good memories, but that, that, that definitely tops the list. You know, you, you played for the legendary coaches, Bob and yes, Sharon Hansen. I know the, the, their health, you know, Sharon's health the last year or so hasn't been the best, but I know you probably maintain contact with them. And yes. what, what two tremendous coaches, Hall of oh, Fame coaches, yes. do you uh, play for? Yes, obviously. And, I mean, took a lot of what I learned here and used it at the college level and stayed in contact with them and probably should stay in contact with them a little more. Um, could use some coaching tips, right? I should contact, contact them after this. Um, well, if you get Bob off the golf course, you might, I mean, you might give yeah, you a couple. There. Um, but, yes, great people um, really helped me both on and off the floor. So thankful for them, and, I mean, they deserve a lot of the credit. No question about it. All right, now you're going to the post. Now you're yes. a postseason coach. Yes, yes. The season's over. Now you got eight days off. What yes. are you going to work on besides – uh, knowing your opponent, and obviously that won't happen yeah. uh, until Wednesday night. Uh, mm -hmm. You're either going to get uh, uh, you know, one, of the, Lindmar, I believe. one of the two Eastern yeah. Iowa schools, and mm -hmm. uh, you haven't played them. So yeah. what do you do for eight days? We go back to kind of like preseason, work yeah. on individual drills. You're exactly right. Work wanna... on ourselves for right. a few days. And right. as coaches, awesome. we love that. Um, you know, get in the gym, extra shots. I mean, you can't have enough practice time right, right. now, right? 
Um, it's, I mean, it's a new season, too, for our girls. I mean, we just came off two, two pretty hard losses that I mean, we wish we would have had. But it's a new season for us, and we're going to focus on us for a few days and then get and, back to work on preparing. And, and rightly so. And, of course, getting ready. That's always a lot of fun. And, uh, Audrey, I just appreciate everything you did here at Dowling, Thank how you. you represented Central Iowa playing for Creighton. Now yeah. you're back coaching, giving yeah. back a little bit. Yeah. Maybe uh, one day you'll move from, what, chair one? Well, you're next to Danner yeah. and Babinette, so now you're in chair three. Maybe yeah. moving up a little bit. Is, I that, mean, is that I don't a goal? Know. I don't know. I mean, I'm having fun with it right now. I mean, that's just my main focus, but we'll see. Um, again, just, just thankful that um, they allowed me to come back and have this opportunity. All right, wave the camera. Audrey Faber. All of fame, Audrey Faber, soon to be. Thank you for all you do. Thanks for coming back and coaching and work with these girls. Look forward to the postseason, Audrey. Yes, so do I. Thank you very much. You bet. We'll take a break. Come back here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Halftime score, it's Johnston 30, Dowling 26 in the boys' contest, and we'll return to the Dowling gym after these messages. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym underway here in the second half and a shot up and good by Johnson after uh, taking the basketball away from Dowling. They score in transition and the Dragons up by 6, 30 Two to 26, Mark Amadale, Mike Swain. Well, not a great way for Dowling to finish the half and already a layup for Johnson in this half. So not the start that Michael Connor wanted as Dowling is down by six here early in the third. Eight points for Trey Lewis for Johnson to lead the Dragons. He's got, uh, as he started the first half, uh, three points for Stephen Kramer, eight points for Reed Grant, and six points for... Carter Borwick, and five points for Max Rocky. These are all the uh, Johnston uh, players. Now, in the, here's Riggs. Ryan Riggs playing with the three first-half foul scores for the Maroons. That was a really nice jump hook over Rocky. I thought Rocky played that perfect, but better offense that time by Riggs. Johnston with the basketball, leading 32-28, just underway here in the third quarter. A long three by Lewis off the back iron, no good. Riggs with the rebound. My goodness, he launched that. Good box out that time by Riggs. And that was deep, Mark. It was. That was a, we were just talking to Caitlin Clark's cousin, Audrey Faber, and that's Caitlin Clark territory. In the lane, it's a nice pass and then a basket by Hughes. That's his fifth point. Boy, Riggs draws a crowd, but he's yes, such he a good does. passer, Mark, when he, he recognizes that, and it was a nice cut by Sam Hughes that time to the middle of the lane. 
Fouling. Playing man-to-man defense. This is Reed Grant with the dribbles in the lane. Shoots it. It's missed everything. No good. Gretke with the rebound. And he didn't draw iron at all there. 32-30. Johnson by two. Back to Riggs. He'll launch the three. It's off the mark. No good. And the rebound out to Carter Borwick. Well, Riggs can hit those, but tonight has not been very successful. And they really haven't even been close. Yeah, Lynch has launched a couple threes. And, you know, you just want to get the, you just get, get the right guy with the right to... Uh, Hot hand, and now corner three, no good by Borwick of Johnson. So both teams kind of going cold here in the final, in the last minute. Here's Simon Daniel with it. They reverse it, Gretke to Riedel on the corner, right side. Dowling going left to right, the home team with the white uniforms, maroon numbers. Now Riggs in the baseline. His turnaround shot, no good. Weak side rebound, Kramer. Yeah, I'd like to see as soon as that shot goes up, get Gretke in that paint for the rebounding. Grant in the lane. He jumps, stops, kicks it over in the corner to Kramer for three. It's off the mark. No good. Rebound. Hughes. How about that? Uh, it takes a Sam. team effort to try and beat Johnson on the boards, and that's what you need from your guards. Sam with the big rebound. Now Riedel hands it off to Hughes. Off to Riggs, guarded by Rocky. There's Gretke looking inside to, Hughes, to, uh, to Riggs. Over the corner. Hughes for three. It's no good. Rebound Kramer. Both teams got a, have a lid in that basket here in the last minute and a half. Now down court, a little underhand scoop shot by Kramer's no good, and a loose ball foul called. And who are they going to get here? They're going to get Simon Daniel there. Ah, that's his first foul. Let's try to run down scoring here. Sam Hughes for Dowling now has five. He had three at halftime. Seven points for Jack Gretke in the first half. Four points for Riggs, who has three fouls. First free throw is no good by Rocky. Roundup scoring for Dowling. Daniel Simon with eight points in the first half, and Matt Riedel with four. The Maroons have not went to the free throw line in this contest. Second free throw is no good. But, you know, Johnson only committed five fouls in that first first half. Good point. So, Rocky... With five points, it goes 0 for 2 there. Now the ball out of bounds on Dowling's possession. Now that time, Gretke has got to get the ball out. If it's not there, don't force it. Get the ball, let them swing it around, and let him reestablish position. And now Dowling gets really small with both Gretke and Riggs taking a seat on the bench. Dragons went 7 out of 9 in the first half at the free throw line. I mentioned Dowling did not go to the line at all. Dragons with the basketball. This is Reed Grant now to uh, Trey Lewis. He dribble drives, kicks in the corner to Craver for three. Good. That's his first three of the night. That is six point of the night, Mike. Great offense, Mark. Just sort of a dribble weave and then just lull that defense to sleep. Then a kick out on the baseline for the three. And Kramer, that's his sixth three of the year. Now drawing the foul is uh, Dowling. This will be on Jacob Runyon. I think they're going to get two free throws here for Mikey Chase. That would have been a big one to drop. I think Coach Brick is saying, hey, wasn't he still dribbling the ball? I might agree with that. Chase will go to the line. He has not scored tonight. First free throw, no good. Now, one thing, to not go to the free throw line, now you got to start making him. Yeah, you do. Johnson's already attempted nine. Well, you just have to take advantage of opportunities when you can get them, and free throws are not something Dallin can afford to miss. Second free throw good by Mikey Chase. Congratulations to him. He's going to play golf at Holy Cross in Notre Dame, Indiana. Congratulations to Mikey. Signed on National Letter of Intent with that. All right, Dowling pressure in the backcourt, and they draw the foul. 
Johnson breaks it, and I think Moses is going to be whistled for his third. Now, Dowling and Coach O'Connor wanted to travel on that, but the referees are saying that the contact happened before the walk. Check that. That's his fourth foul. 35-31, Johnston. Four minutes remaining, third quarter here in this boys' contest. Johnston girls defeated Dowling in game one, 76-63. Dragons with the basketball. Here's Reed Graham. Jump stops the lane, spins, kicks it back out. This is Kramer with it. He has a shot blocked by Moses with four fouls. <laughs> Runs in transition. Mikey Chase kicks it back to Moses. Now, this is where Dowling's got to be patient, Mark. You get a good stop. You need a good shot here on the other end. Here's Hughes with it. Backdoor cut chase underneath to Lynch. Andrew with it and a reach-in foul called on Rocky. That'll be Max's first. Would have liked to see Lynch when he caught that mark go right up for the shot. Said he put the ball on the floor and the defense is able to come in and swat at that. Riggs will go back in. Lynch will sit down for the Maroons. It'll be Mikey Chase, Sam Hughes, the two guards with Riedel, Riggs, and Jalen Moses. They lob it into Riggs. He turns, spins against Rocky. Shot of the glass. Good. Strong move by Riggs right against the big guy, Rocky. He's got such great touch. If he catches there, Mark, it's almost indefensible. You can't do anything about it. Six points for Riggs. And now a left-handed shot, no good. Missed everything by Reed Grant of Johnson. Rebound Dowling. Riedel in transition. His layup is good. Matt Riedel with his sixth point of the night. We're tied at 35 with three minutes left in the third quarter here, Mike Swain. That's a great take. And so far, Dowling's done it, done it on the defensive end here, Mark. Here's Borwick in the corner for three by Kramer. It's no good. Weak side rebound, Rocky, and a whistle and a foul on Dowling. Yeah, and see, those fouls start to add up, Mark. So that's going to be the third team foul on Dowling. And you know, all of a sudden, we get Johnson into a one-on-one in the fourth quarter. And yeah. those are the kind of reach-ins you can't have. Chase with his second. Tied at 35. Johnson will inbound the ball. Rocky setting the screen for Grant, and they finally throw it into Rocky to Trey Lewis, who's back in. Trey dribbles down the lane, kicks it back out. Tied at 35, Dowling and Johnston. Oh, that's a yep, walk. Yep, traveling called on Stephen Kramer, who wanted to attack the glass and uh, travel. And Coach O'Connor really using time and score here with Riggs coming back in. Anytime you can get Riggs out on the defensive end, Get him out, protect him. Now a stop and play. Let's get our big guy down there in the paint. Well, the Dowling assistant coaches are all behind that. Jimmy Nahas does that uh, substitution. You just got to get the head coach's attention. You've had to go through that a few times. Every once in a while. <laughs> Moses with it out in the corner to Hughes. They work it in the left block to Riggs. He has no angle to basket, uh, and he yeah. traveled. Yeah, Ryan turned, and he had no, word, no angle, Mike. Yeah, it was great defense by Johnson on that help side. And... Resulted in the travel, and now Riggs back Riggs, to the benchmark yeah. with 2.23 to go. Let's not pick up another it, foul. It's offense-defense for Dowling. Riggs out and Lynch back in. All right, here's Johnson with Kramer, guarded by Lynch. They swing it over to the left side to Grant. Grant works the right side against Simon Daniel, and he draws the foul. The call on Simon on the floor, out of bounds to Johnston. And on Simon, that will be foul number two. Well, I think Reed Grant has had a really nice game tonight, Mark. He's tough when he puts that ball on the floor. He also shows that he can hit the three by a couple in the first half. Grant inbounds the ball to his running mate, Stephen Kramer, who works against Riedel. Backs in, a shot inside the lane. No good. Jalen Moses above the rim for the rebound. Great rebound by Moses. And how about the defense by Riedel? Not to foul that time, but influence that shot. 
Jalen Moses, 6'9", hauls it in and Dowling in the front court. Here's Hughes coming off a ball screen by Lynch. Dribbles left side. Guarded by Lewis. Over to Moses for three. It's good! Wow. Right over Kramer does uh, Moses get it. That was a contested three, and Moses just drained it with a hand in his face. Dowling by three with a minute 30 remaining here in the third quarter. Dowling 38, Johnson 35. Dragons come in her fourth rank. Moses picks up the foul. Fifth foul. He just fouled out. Already. So he fouls out with minute 27 remaining in the third quarter. Moses fouls out for Dowling. Wow. And and five team fouls for the Dowling Maroons as well. All right. Johnson inbounds the ball and a whistle and a foul on Rocky. They'll get Lynch for the foul here. Yeah, and almost nothing you could do. Rocky was going to score a layup and Lynch did everything he could just to keep it from scoring. Well-designed play by the Johnson coaching staff. Brian Frick in his second year. Andy Woodley and Josh Kennedy sitting there on the bench. Now here's Lewis. He's double teamed. Now they wanted to trap him. They finally got it out to Carter Borwick who's back in. Now a corner three up and good. And a timeout Johnston. as a three-pointer by Reed Grant. This will be a 30-second timeout. And for Grant, his 11th point of the night. And it's tied at 38 with 70 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. And a timeout Johnson. We'll keep it here, Mike. Well, Dowling immediately gets Ryan Riggs off that bench for the rest of this minute 10 here as Dowling will be on offense. And I would expect that that ball needs to go inside is what Coach O'Connor is talking about. You want that either into Riggs' hands on the block or Simon Daniel or Matt Riedel driving to that basket. Nice game on Iowa Catholic Radio. Brought to you in part by our good friends at Ashworth Vision Clinic. Construction Professionals and Dental Associates. Alongside Mike Swaim, I'm Mark Amadale. Jeff Piggott is our studio producer tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio. And we want to thank the folks here at uh, CISN, their staff. Their producer is Devin Taylor. And the guy operating the camera down there is Jeff Stark. We thank them. Of course, uh, Pete Tarpey and the folks at CISN as we work together, simulcasting tonight's game, Johnston at Dowling, the rematch. Dragons won the first meeting 58-43 back on January 16th. The Dowling leads here. Riggs in the lane who's back in. His shot is no good. There was a lot of contact before Riggs got that ball. No call. And I'm really surprised that there was no foul on Rocky there trying to keep Riggs from getting that ball. Tied at 38. Final 30 seconds of the third quarter. Possession arrow favors Johnson. Now Lewis for a deep three. It's no good. Rocky within five. Side position on Gretke, uh, slaps around. His shot's no good, and a rebound Dowling and Riedel with 20 seconds remaining. Maroon's got a break there. Yeah, you are not going to find Rocky miss that much. That was wide open, and he just a little too hard off that glass. Love to look at that replay on his inside position on that rebound by Rocky. And now Riedel uncontested to the layup, plays it in, and scores. Riedel with his eighth point, and we got a backcourt foul on Riedel as the Maroons pressure the ball. And that's just awful because there was only one second to go, Mark, and now Johnson is going to go down and shoot free throws to be able to tie this game. With one second remaining, the Dragons will have a one-and-one, and and that'll be Reed Grant at the line. Grant tonight with 11 points. This is his first free throw attempts. First one is good. Grant, a 63% free throw shooter on the year. He's knocked down three threes tonight. 
So he's got 18 on the year. Second free throw by Grant. The 6'3 senior is up and good. He's got 13 points. Dowling windbound the ball with one second. And they get it to Hughes. He'll launch it at the horn, and it hits the rim, and it's no good. So we've come to the end of the third quarter with the score. Dowling Catholic 40, Johnston 40, along with Mike Swain, my Mark Amadale. We'll be back with the fourth quarter from the Dowling Gym here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. This is Matt Wilkham, Executive Director for Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for the many gifts and notes of encouragement we receive every day from listeners who are impacted by the positive message on Iowa Catholic Radio. Remember, our Spring Carathon starts Monday, February 22nd. Please prayerfully consider a pledge of $30 a month by calling 515-223-1150 or at iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you again, and may God bless you for your generosity. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Gym alongside Mike Sway, my Mark Amadil. What an exciting finish we have in store here. Johnson and Dowling tied at 40. Start of the fourth quarter. Johnson with the ball. And Lewis tried to hit Rocky with the backdoor cut. It's stolen away by Dowling. Designed that time, but uh, it's a really hard pass to handle from Trey Lewis. And so now Gretke for three in the corner. Rolls off the rim. No good. Rocky with the rebound for Johnston. As Dowling outscored Johnson that time in the third quarter, 14-10. to 10, And now runner in the lane. It's no good by Rocky. And rebound, Jack Gretke and Dowling. Runs dribble in the front court. Here's Riedel with it. Gets through Gretke. And they're going to call a whistle and a foul on the Dragons. This might be on Kramer. We'll see. And it is. Steven Kramer with his third foul for Johnston. Third team foul on the Dragons. Dowling with seven team fouls. And that last one was tough. Riedel makes the basket with one second left, and he fouls. And then Johnson goes to the free throw line on the seventh team foul on Dowling and makes both free throws. See how that works out. Gretke back to Riggs. Pull-up jumper. Good. The basket will count. And the foul's on Max Rocky of Johnston. Now, that was really good recognition by Gretke as he brought the defense in. Just a little dump-off pass to Riggs down on that block. And then, again, once Riggs gets that ball on the block mark, he is tough to stop. Riggs with his eight point. The assist to Gretke, and the free throw is good. Nine points for Brian Riggs, who's battled foul trouble. He had three fouls in the first half and has uh, fortunately kept that away here in the second half. And now a little give and go. Nice penetration by Reed Grant, and he finds Carter Borwick for the basket. Borwick with his eight point. Dowling's had a tough time keeping Reed Grant in front of them. Now Riedel with it, and the ball tipped out of bounds by Stephen Kramer. You mentioned Dowling outscored Johnson 14-10 in that third quarter to tie the score at 40. Dowling is just one of two at the free throw line. Make that two of three with uh, Riggs' free throw going down. And uh, Johnson, nine of 13. Walkie girls will win tonight, 49-46 over Southeast Polk in game one. Well, that's a nice post-up by Matt Riedel that time. Good recognition by Gretke. 
And Matt with a tough post-up move over Reed Grant. Ten points now for Riedel. And Dowling's lead is now three, 45-42, six and a half minutes left. Corner three is no good by Carter Borwick. Rebound Riggs and Dowling. Maroons in transition. Gretke on the baseline. Waits for Riggs. He'll shoot it right elbow. Good! We might see a timeout by Coach Frick. Ryan Riggs starting to heat it up after battling foul trouble. He now has 11 and a timeout on the floor. Well, I got a little nervous, Mark, with that long pass that Riedel made to Gretke. I'm like, what is he going to do with it? But he finds his teammate. Timeout on the floor. It'll be a one-minute break. 6-11 remaining fourth quarter. And it's Dowling 47, Johnson 42. And we're back in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Runs lead 47-42 and a three-pointer up and good by the Dragons. Reed Grant, just a great shot. Hasn't hit one in this half yet. 16 points tonight for Grant. He had two threes in the first half. It's 47-45 Dowling. Runs trying to hang on and split the season series with the Fourth-ranked Johnson Dragons. Now we got traveling on the Maroons. Yeah, Riggs caught that and just shuffled his feet before he put the ball on the floor. Good call by the officials. And it just feels, Mark, like every possession now is critical for both of these teams here with 5.30 to go. Yeah, it's really under the microscope exactly. As uh, Maroons have won two in a row after losing three in a row with wins over Urbadale and Ankeny Centennial earlier this week. And let's see if they can... Hang on and hold off uh, the Dragons. Trey Lewis in the lane. Puts up a shot too strong. No good off the glass. Rebound comes out to Dowling with 5-10 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Maroons hanging on to a two-point lead in the basketball. Here's Riggs with it. Over to Riedel. Matt coming off a ball screen by Riggs. Gets it back to Riggs. Lobs it inside. And he draws the foul. I think they were going to try for the angle for the alley-oop. And that didn't work. And a foul called. On Stephen Kramer. Yeah, I'm a little surprised. I thought that was on the shot, but they are calling that on the floor. So Dowling will inbound the ball. That's a fourth foul on Kramer here, Mike. Runs inbound the ball to Greta Kejak with it. Top of the key to Hughes. Sam in the lane. Jump stops over to Simon Daniel. Dowling by two and a whistle and a foul on Rocky. So Max will pick up his third. And foul starting to mount up for Johnson as that's their 16th foul. Next one will put Dowling in the bonus. 
And you just thought maybe that this game is going to come down to free throws here in the fourth quarter. 47-45, Dowling has been on that for quite a while. They inbound the ball to Daniel, and Simon has to make an athletic jump to get it. Now, Daniel in the lane, his shot no good. Ball slapped around, and Riggs picks up the foul. Reach-in foul on Riggs as he's going after Borwick. Well, and that's big because that's going to – now that it draws his fourth foul, and it's going to probably – although because they're shooting – uh, Riggs will stay in the game, but I think after this next possession, they're going to have to get Riggs out. You can't have him foul out here with this much time left. Carter Borwick at the line for Johnston. Eyes a bucket. First free throw is up. Off the mark, no good. Front of a one and one Rebound Dowling. So the Bruins catch a break there. Yeah, Dowling needs patience. I'd like to see him run that two-man game again with Riedel and Riggs. Runs in the offensive end. Here's Simon Daniel. They reverse it right side to Riedel. Riedel backing in against Grant. Gets in the corner to Simon Daniel for three. The ball is no good. It was short. And the rebound to Riedel in a timeout. Dowling, this will be a full timeout. We'll take one with them. 419 remaining here in the fourth quarter from the Dowling Gym. It's Dowling 47. And number four, Johnston 45 here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadale alongside Mike Swaim out of the Dowling timeout. We're under four minutes and 20 seconds here in the fourth quarter. Dowling by two, 47-45. Bruins trying to win their third in a row after losing three in a row before this uh, little streak they're on. Winning this Urbandale last Friday night on senior night and Defeating Centennial on Tuesday night. Here's Hughes with it. Sam going against Lewis. And we've got a timeout called by Dowling. Now, Coach O'Connor did not like how offense was going that way. And I don't blame him. There was a lot of pressure. You do not want to turn the ball over at that point. Dowling had three timeouts. So this is their second timeout. Although they have two timeouts left, Mark. So sometimes you just get that feel. You can feel something bad coming. And Coach O'Connor was. Let's get a timeout. Well, that's each possession is so important, Mike, as you know, and it certainly has come down to that here in this uh, fourth quarter. 47-45, Dowling with a two-point lead. We've been on that score, which seems like eternity, mm-hmm. as uh, the Maroons have outscored Johnston 7-5 to here in this fourth quarter. I want to remind our listeners on Iowa Catholic Radio, uh, our thanks to Mercy One, Kemen, 
along with Ashworth Vision Clinic. Without them, we don't have ball games on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our next game will be this coming Thursday night, Dowling Boys in the Road at Council Bluffs Lincoln. And here's Riggs inside and scoring. Boy, that was a great play. He just squared up Rocky and put the ball on the floor, went right by him and high off the glass. Riggs with 13 points, battling fouls. He's got four fouls with three and a half minutes remaining, Dowling by four. Maroon's biggest lead has been six. Now underneath, the shot goes out of bounds. It'll be Johnston basketball. Yeah, and they're going to get Riggs out now with Johnson having this possession. That was a good play by Johnson to keep that ball alive. I thought the ball was tipped out of bounds by Riggs. Stand corrected. Dowling's largest lead is right now at four points in the game. Johnson's largest lead has been six in this contest. Kramer also back in the game for Johnson with four, four fouls. fouls. Dragons inbound the ball to Rocky. Top of the key will hand it off to Trey Lewis. Lewis with 10 points tonight. Pull-up jumper in the lane. It's short. Ball slapped around, and Hughes with the rebound. He has gotten opportunities, Mark, but just has not been able to cash those in in the paint. And how about a good rebound that time by Lynch? Dowling with the ball. Reed on the lane, and the basket is good. And a foul on Reed Grant of Johnston. And an and one coming for how about that, Riedel? That is a fantastic play by Matt Riedel. Into traffic and then be able to knock down that shot after the contact. Grant with his second foul. And the free throw by Riedel is rims out no good. Roddy with the rebound. That's a big part of this game. Riedel with 12 points. And missed the free throw. There's a steal by Dowling. Riedel with the steal. Lewis is trying to catch him. The layup up and good. Wow, how about Gretke with the steal that time and <laughs> off to his teammate, Matt Riedel. Huge bucket. 14 points for Riedel. Riggs with 13. Dowling with its largest lead of eight. And in the lane, a shot off the glass. Good. How tough is Reed Grant then tonight, Mark? That was a great shot. That's his 18th point. So Dowling's got to know. They've got two timeouts. If they get in trouble, they can use one. Everything has got to be patient. Take care of the ball here. You need a great shot, not a good one. You just want to run your offense, and uh, you don't need any unforced shots. If you get a shot at a layup, take it. If you want to force a dribble like Simon's doing here, draw the foul and get to the free throw line, and he did. Simon Daniel, nice job by him running with the foul. Well, now you've got to convert if you're Simon Daniel. Got an opportunity, one and one here. Push this th to a three-possession game. So Simon will go to the line. He's got eight points, all in the first half for the Maroons. A pair of threes and a two-point basket. First free throw attempt coming for Simon. It's up and good. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Mercy One, by Kemen, and by our good friends at Dental Associates. Second one coming. Dowling 54, Johnston 47. Two minutes, 10 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter as we simulcast tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Both free throws good by Simon. Big free throws. And how about Dowling extending the lead with Riggs on the bench, Mark? Ten points for Daniel. Getting it done on the defensive yeah. end. You don't see that too often. They work underneath to Rocky, and Lynch lets him have it, and he scores. Rocky with his seventh point. Good decision. You don't want to compound the problem and foul him. For an and-one opportunity. 55-49. Riedel down the lane. His shot off the glass. They can't stop him. He just had a little sliver of an avenue to go down. Well, it's him on one side and Reed Grant on the other. They're both getting to the basket at will. 
16 points for Riedel. It's 57-49, Dowling by eight. And we got a whistle and a foul on the Maroons. Oh, yeah, stopping the clock. That's the last thing you want to do if you're Dowling. Johnson with an opportunity to score with the clock stopped. And they're going to get Ryan Riggs back in here, Mark, with a minute 34 left. Fouls on Lynch, his third. And Grant to the line for Johnston. Reed tonight with 18 points. This will be a one and one, where he's two for two tonight at the line. First one good. I would expect Johnston, if he makes this next one, to set up a press. Be very aggressive with Dowling trying to get a steal. 19 fouls on Dowling, eight on Johnston. Second free throw is good. He's got 20 points, does Reed Grant. Here's, full that, court full pressure. Court, yeah, here's yep. that full court press. Here's Hughes with it, guarded by Lewis. Boy, and the Johnson coaching staff wants an offensive push that time, Man. and they may have been right. Hughes might have used that forearm a little further than he should have, but he got it across the timeline. Here's Riedel with it. Inside to Riggs, a shot up and good. Nice pass from Riedel to Riggs. Just a nice two-man game between those two. They've been doing it a while here. 15 points for Riggs. Corner three by Runyon is no good. Rocky with the offensive rebound, and it's finally slapped around. Riedel with it into the hands of Riggs, and he draws the foul. Coach Frick is still letting the official know about what he thought was an offensive foul by Sam Hughes. They were bodying each other, Mark, going up the court, but I did think that there was enough, maybe, that uh, Hughes stuck out that arm. Nonetheless, Riggs goes to the line. He's got 16 points. Projecting, he's got 15 points tonight. Free throw is no good by Riggs, and the ball in the hands of Johnston. He's got 15 points tonight, does Ryan. Now back comes Johnston. Reed Grant for three. It's no good. Rocky with the rebound, stolen away from him by Riedel. What a great play. Riedel was falling down, and he passed it to Riggs. And now a foul in the backcourt on Johnston. They're going to call it on Kramer, and he has just fouled out with six points. That is a fantastic heads-up play by Matt Riedel. Mark, he got the rebound and was falling down. It probably would have been a travel, and he was able to get the ball to his teammate. He's able to grab the ball as he's falling down and take a two-shot foul. Well, Coach O'Connor, if Dowling is able to get the win tonight, Mark, he's at least going to be able to sort of harp on his players. We've got to do better at the foul line because they have struggled here in the fourth quarter. And the second free throw is good. So Riedel goes one for two. He's got 17 points. And it's 60-51, to 51, Dowling by nine with 37 seconds. Lewis for three. It's no good. And... Uh, we got a loose ball foul, or the ball hit the guy wire, which is a dead ball. Yeah. All right. Here at Dowling, we have that guy wire, or some basket support, the uh, wire that hangs over the backboard, above the backboard, and that is a dead ball when it hits it, and that's what happened there. No foul. Here's Hughes in the backcourt. Gets to Simon Daniel. Dowling breaks the press. Simon with it. Good Trying job. to play keep away. Yeah. Hughes, Riedel, Daniel, and a whistle in the backcourt, or a reaching foul on Reed Grant. That's his third, or his third and two shots coming for Hughes. What a night it's been. Hughes tonight with five points. This will be his first free throw attempt. And the first one is good. I knew when his grandmother come up here to harass me that things were good. Teresa Parmenter, who had all the Parmenter kids go through here, and now the his daughter's kid. You knew it was going to be a good night for I Sam. Knew it would. There well, you I, go. didn't, I knew it was going to be a good night for Sam, not for me. 
Nine points now for uh, Sammy Hughes. And now down court. Shot no good by Grant. Ball slapped around, and Dowling has it. Here's Greta Key. He's going to flush it through with Simon Daniel right there. Watching him do it. Nice job by Jack. Nine points tonight for Greta Key. 64-51, and that will do it. Here's a shot by Lewis at the buzzer. And Dowling has come away with the victory at home, 64-51, as the Maroons knock off the fourth-ranked Johnson Dragons. And this is the Dragons' first loss to a non-ranked team this year. They split with Waukee and Valley, who are ranked in the top ten. How about the Maroons with the win tonight? And Dowling now improves its record to 8-7 and seven as they get ready to travel on the road Next Thursday night at number five, Council Bluffs Lincoln. And, of course, even more importantly, tomorrow, hosting Cedar Rapids Kennedy at 1 o'clock here at the Dowling Gym. Kennedy winning eight in a row, and they come in with a record of 12-6. and six. But you hang your hat on this win tonight, Mike Swain, for the Maroons. Mark, we saw glimpses of this Dowling team against Southeast Polk when they lost in overtime. And they started to put it together. We saw the offense come together. And then you follow that up with wins against, uh, you know, Centennial. Uh, you followed up again with a win here. Two ranked teams coming into this gym and getting beat. Dowling is playing with a lot of confidence. And, and if you're the coaching staff and these players, you just want to keep this going. I mean, there's momentum. You can feel it. And there was a lot of confidence. When this thing was 40-40, Mark, in the fourth quarter, to start the fourth quarter, there was no panic. And we mentioned Dowling needed this game in the 50s and 60s, you look up at that scoreboard, 64-51. <laughs> you know, they, it was just a great offensive performance. And how about the, you know, some of the stops in the fourth quarter that Dowling was able to get. So I'm just really impressed by how Dowling is playing right now, Mark. They're just on a roll, and you just want to keep this thing going as long as you can right into substate. So the Bruins outscored Johnston 24-11 to here in the fourth quarter to win it 64-51, handing the Dragons their Third loss of the year as uh, Johnson falls to 8-3. and three. Dowling improves to 8-7. and seven. Johnson ranked number four in Class 4A. And the Maroons come away with the victory. We'll take a break here from the Dowling Gym tonight. Mark Amadeo alongside Mike Swain and Jeff Piggott, our studio producer for Iowa Catholic Radio. And our thanks to our fine folks from CISN, Devin Taylor, our producer here on site here at Dowling. Jeff Stark, our cameraman. And, of course, uh, Pete Tarpey heads the group from CISN. Final score, we'll come back with the uh, statistics with Mike Swaim, and we'll back through the uh, keys of the game. Final score, Dowling 64, Johnston 51 in the boys' contest, and it was the Johnston girls defeating Dowling Catholic 76-63 in the girls' contest. Dragon girls now go to 13-1 and and ranked number two in Class 5A. We'll be back with the post-game show after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online, ashworthvision.com. 
Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. When you do, you get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And welcome back to the Dowling Gym. Final score tonight in the boys' contest, Dowling 64, Johnston 51. Along with Mike Swain, Mark Amadil, (laughs) what a contest we saw. We were tied at 40. Going into the fourth quarter, and Dowling puts up 24. They outscore him, outscore Johnson 24 to 11. They get back in the free throw game as the Maroons went, uh, what, six of nine in that fourth quarter to seal the deal. But uh, what a night by the Maroons. They put together three straight games. The Urbandale win, the win over Centennial on Tuesday, and now tonight getting the Johnson Dragons, the fourth ranked team in the state. And uh, congratulations to Michael Connor and the coaching staff. Hard-fought win over a very tough team, Mike Swain. What they did, Mark, early on in that first quarter, there were a lot of turnovers. Dowling got that under control, and they started to limit those. And in the second half, I'm trying to think of – there weren't many turnovers that Dowling had in that second half. And then they did a fantastic job on the boards uh, against this really good rebounding team of Johnston, holding Johnston only one shot and out, and then on the other end, creating some opportunities – and then how about the two-man game between uh, Matt Riedel and Ryan Riggs and just how they were uh, able to work with each other, uh, getting some of those baskets. Uh, I just thought it was fantastic. They, the shooting percentage had to just be off the charts in that fourth quarter for Dowling. Uh, they, they, they hardly missed. Yeah, they did, uh, Mike. That's a good point. But how about the balancing act between uh, by, by Michael Connor once – uh, Ryan Riggs, his best post player, got into foul trouble. It was offense, defense. I looked in the clock. We had like two minutes left in the third quarter. He was playing offense, defense, and he bought some time there. He really did, and I thought he was able to, especially in that third quarter, Mark, and early on in that fourth quarter, keep Riggs on the bench, and then when he could use him, get him in offensively, and then try and get him out for defensive possessions. I thought it was really smart. He was such a key in this game tonight because he did a great job of defending Rocky when we know how, how tough he is and then able to score on the other end. So keeping him uh, in the game was uh, a huge effort by that talent coaching staff. I'm sure they were all looking anytime the clock stopped. Hey, where's Ryan Riggs? Do we need him on the floor or off the floor? Yeah. Final score, Dowling 64, Johnston 51, along with Mike Swain. I'm Mark Amadale. Thanks for tuning in tonight as we simulcast. On Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Our thanks to Pete Tarpey and the CISN folks. And let's take a look at scoring, Mike, before we uh, wrap this up. For the visitors from Johnston, as the Dragons fall uh, with their third loss, they're now 8-3 and three on the season. And uh, on Monday, their next uh, their schedule continues. They'll be playing Monday a non-state game, so to speak. They cross over, and they'll host uh, Fremont, Nebraska. They'll drive the two-and-a-half-hour trip from uh, Fremont, Nebraska, just northwest of Omaha. They're uh, coming over playing on President's Day, and they'll play at 6.15 at the uh, Johnston Gym. So that'll be Monday's game. And then on Tuesday, uh, Johnston hosting Rose or hosting Hoover. That'll be a 7.45 boys-only game. And then uh, 
the Dragons travel to Ames, and uh, that'll be on Friday. And before uh, hosting, you know, they have a bye, and then they'll host uh, the winner of Cedar Rapids Prairie at Lindmar. So it's uh, Fremont, Nebraska on Monday, Hoover on Tuesday, and on Friday, uh, they travel to number six Ames. That's left for the Johnson boys in the regular season. Again, they're in the sub-state with uh, Cedar Rapids Prairie and Lindmar, and the winner of that game will play at Johnson on that uh, Friday February 26th. The Dragons were led tonight by Reed Grant with 20 points. He had 8 at halftime, 12 in the second half. A perfect 4 for 4 at the free throw line. Grant with 20. 10 points for Trey Lewis. And then rounding out scoring all single digits for Johnson, Carter Borwick with 8 points. 7 points for Max Rocky and 6 points for Steven Kramer. Kramer falling out with 43 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. The Dragons went 11 for 16 at the free throw line tonight. For the Maroons, Dowling with three players in double figures, led by Matt Riedel with 17 points, Ryan Riggs with 15, Simon Daniel with 10 points, Jack Gretke with nine, seven points for Sam Hughes. Off the bench, Jalen Moses with three points, but he fouled out with a minute 27 left in the third quarter, and Mikey Chase off the bench with one point. Dowling finishing seven for 11 at the free throw line. They were just one of two going to the fourth quarter before going to the line in the fourth quarter and went six for nine. As uh, Johnson jumped out to a 15-9 first quarter lead, Dowling outscored the Dragons 17-15 in the second quarter. Johnson led by four at halftime. Dowling got it tied at the end of the third quarter by outscoring Johnson 14-10. And then Maroons, with a tremendous fourth quarter, outscored Johnson 24-11. To win 64-51, Dowling improves its record to 8-7. And Swamer, well, the road continues. The next time I'll see you will be, I think, sub-state action as uh, Dowling sub-state. We'll uh, play Cedar Rapids Kennedy tomorrow, as I mentioned, at 1 o'clock. And then they travel to number 5 Council Bluffs Lincoln on Thursday of next week. We'll have I'll have the game on Iowa Catholic Radio. 6 o'clock start from Council Bluffs. And then they finish out a week from tonight at Des Moines East before getting into sub-state action. And the Maroons draw the winner of North and East here at the Dowling Gym on uh, Friday, February 26th. Yeah, it could be one of those games where they see East back-to-back. Uh, could if, be. If they play East and then East beats North, they could see that. Uh, we were we had an entertaining game at North the, uh, yes, we did. a couple of weeks ago. It was a lot warmer back then. It was a month ago, Mike, by the way. Yeah, I, I'm assuming we have somebody who can go start my car for me right now, can't, don't we? Doesn't your remote start work I, from I, here? I don't think it works for Oh, me. wait a second. You have your wife's car. She doesn't have remote start because you I, didn't get it for no, her actually, for Valentine's she's got Day. the remote start. I don't have it. That's the problem. All right. Well, that'll wrap things up tonight. Mike, thanks for all you do. We'll see you in a few weeks, I guess. Sounds good, Mark. Thanks Stay warm. I will. All right. Mike Swain, my broadcast partner. That'll wrap things up from the Dowling Gym tonight. Our thanks to the CISN crew. We appreciate all they do as they've been with us all season long. And uh, that'll wrap up uh, everything from Iowa Catholic Radio. Again, our, our thanks to everybody involved. Jeff Piggott, our student producer. Athletic director uh, from Dowling Catholic, Tom Wilson. And, of course, all the folks uh here at Dowling for all their support throughout the year. Our next broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio will be uh, this Thursday night as Dowling Boys on the road for a single game. They'll take on the fifth-ranked Council Bluffs, Lincoln Lynx, and we'll be live from Council Bluffs with the call, 545 pregame, and the boys will tip it off at 6 o'clock from Council Bluffs, Lincoln High School. So join us for the broadcast this Friday night. And our next uh, game after that will be the Dowling Girls hosting a regional game here next Saturday. So, uh, uh, we'll be on the air at 6.45 for that. For my broadcast partner, Steve Devenny and uh, Mike Swain, this is Mark Abadil for our CISN crew, Devin Taylor and Jeff Stark. 
saying good night for our studio producer, Jeff Pickett. I'm Mark Amadale. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you next week here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Until then, wishing you a safe and blessed faith-filled evening. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy One. Thank you for supporting the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.